Gamers. OGE's in the building. Why you the king in the building? Write your own. Write your own media. Um, OG, you, you know, you do your thing. OGE's at Eating With E's on Instagram, a.k.a. The Bon Appetit Bull, a.k.a. Vape Tovin, a.k.a. Matisse Highball, rookie for the uh, 76ers. Ew. Yo, shout out to the uh, Philly <laughs> Philly Soft Pretzel Factory. Shout out to Bon Appetit Bakery, Bon Appetit Studios. We live once again. Um, we back. A lot, a lot's been going on. What I want to talk to y'all about definitely would be more or less so the man, the myth that is uh, Kanye West. Um, Jesus is king. And I wish Tone was here. Shout out to Uptown Tone. Shout out to the Four 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 Podcast. I wanted to talk to Uptown Tone was talking about doubling back on Jesus with Kanye. And 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 I love that theory. I love that theory. Only only the only thing with that is in this circumstance, Kanye is like tripling back on Jesus. <clears throat> Outside of that, Jesus's King dropped. What was that? Yesterday, the twenty fifth, Friday. Friday? Yeah. So I go to I go on Spotify and I'm going to go stream it real quick. I type in Jesus's King. An album from Daylit came up Jesus is King mm. and so I had just got finished watching you know Kanye did an interview with Big Boy so I had just got watching the done watching the majority of that I wanted to get into the music so me trying to get into the music the John with Daylit come up first so I immediately throw that John on my social media like with a question mark like damn what's this cause I know the boy of Daylit from watching um I don't know if he's, his name is Daylit or Daylight, but he spell it D-A-Y-L-I-L-Y-T. And he be on, I, I catch him a lot on a lot of the Vlad, uh, he, he do a lot of interviews with Vlad. Right. Basically, I just felt like for all my Kanye conspiracy theorists out there, I'm with you. I'm with you. Kanye is up to something. I'm with you. Whether he's guising it under or masking it under... His mental illness, I'm with that. The angle is, the angle with all that is for me, like these agendas with these notables and how they are trying to be more relatable to the people but still trying to capitalize off of them. You know what I'm saying? Most notably, not saying the Charlamagne the Goddess, but I just watching his mental health push. Um, Charlamagne went from trolling Kanye early on to sitting down with Kanye to then embracing... So Kanye must have really affected Charlamagne the guy. Kanye went from Charlamagne went from you know trolling Kanye to doing a one on one with Kanye. Then from that point on, you know, and up until this point, see the guy Charlamagne is on a mental health wave. You know what I'm saying? Promoting, right. he's a spokesperson for it. Let me just let y'all keep in mind. I don't know Charlamagne's situation, but every time he pops up, he gets paid. So whether he's talking about mental health, whatever that be, I don't know how my, our, how the bloomers feel about that, but Charlemagne gets paid to talk about mental health. So he he can if he hears this, he could chime in to tell us or to you know rectify us or correct us as to whether or not he's getting paid to talk about mental health. That's what I would like to know. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Which is leading me further into. My Kanye theories, because like I said, I have my own personal thoughts about Kanye, but like when we did a show, 
and uh, we got a reference for you. Just just hold me on the show, but our true listeners know. And and Tone started talking about doubling back on Jesus. So I had mentioned to Tone, I'm like, well, Tone, for Kanye, it's not really doubling back because his first hit was Jesus Walks. So he led with that. But at the same time of him leading that, that's where Tone's point comes in. And Tone could speak more to this, and y'all can refer to the episode. The next time we get him on, we'll have him talk about it. Um, Kanye might be tripling back on Jesus. It's a clip. It's a clip, and I got. I should have this ready. Y'all got to forgive me. It's a clip that from the uh, Big Boy played Kanye a clip of himself from 10 years ago. And Kanye basically said 10 years, he said it was this clip was from 6 to 10 years ago. Big Boy couldn't put his finger on it. Kanye was basically saying he was about to be doing all the shit he's doing now. He said he sees himself designing the Sistine Chapel. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? He sees himself designing the aesthetic of a church. He sees himself in front of an audience within the church. He, he referred to himself as a Christian who was making hip-hop music. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he said he was always a Christian first, which mm -hmm. made it interesting. You know what I'm saying? But now he decided to, you know, project and, 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 and scope his art and then project his art through what is his form of, I guess, Christianity. So it's just a lot that he brought out. He brought out the culture vulture aspect. What I wanted to, what I wanted to, uh, more or less get out. Let me just play y'all a little bit of from the. Uh, what I wanted to get out from it was basically. Oh, so damn my, my story that I had with uh, Big Boy, they took it down. So y'all got to do your own research on that. So I got to They took the clip down. Big Boy took the clip down. So, but basically Kanye was basically Kanye had. Had this in the works already. The only angle for me, I'm gonna just drop the hot take. Y'all go back and study Kanye's films and his interviews, and even the ones from when he's talking to Trump and all that shit. My nigga, the whole time when he's talking about how much Nike is charging him and how he didn't fuck with the Yeezys and then he got more leverage on it. You know what I'm saying? We talking about royalties. Kanye's company got a a three billion dollar valuation from the company that's trying to buy it. So in Kanye's mind, he says his company could be worth double. His he he thinks his company could be worth six billion. If he's saying the company that wants to buy my company is valuing it at three, three billion. billion, right? Within that, Amazon just made X amount of billions this year. Didn't take one dollar in tax. Facts. Kanye is now exempting himself as a minister, coming out with the church, putting music out through through the church, which is going to wind up being at a tax-exempt exempt status. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's on, like, he's, he's, he, so the doubling back, like, what Tone, the, 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 the heart of what Tone's saying, how he doesn't fuck with it because he's playing on the people, and he's coming back giving the people Jesus when it's really for profit. When it, it might be for Jesus, but it's more for profit. That's what I felt like someone was getting at. Like I said, he could speak to it. I see that. And like I, I feel like it's not that I decoded it or anything like that. The context clues is there. But why wouldn't Kanye put his brand through a church if it's at a billion dollars now and churches are? You get tax exempt status if you're a church. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you're a nonprofit status, why wouldn't he start giving you all his brands through 
through that through that shelter. You know what I'm saying? So, so you, you think that's an angle? You think that's? I don't think that's an angle, but for people who do, I see how they can see that's an angle. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, Kanye's still a capitalist. He's still in America. You know, and it, regardless of whether. Regardless of whether or not you're empathetic, wait. Regardless of whether or not you're empathetic mm-hmm. towards Kanye's Christianity or his version of Christianity or how he's giving it to people, th- these are known facts. It's a capital gain for him, for he and his wife. Another interesting point. That's not really a point, but just a uh, you know something I noticed where Kim Kardashian was speaking. It was a little clip. I think they posted it on Shade Room, and Kim K was more or less saying. Well, Kanye, just because you're making your transition doesn't necessarily mean I'm on pace with that transition. And so Kanye really didn't take too kindly to that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. He he kind of stormed out the room abruptly. But in the same time, like for Kanye, what I saw, I'm like, yo, a woman like Kim K, nobody expected Kim K to even support you this long. I'm not even going to hold you. Um, I don't know Kim K's motive, but I'm going to go out on a limb. I think that Kim K really loves being married to a genius. I think that she is a very, y'all gonna kill me for this, y'all gonna uh, roast me for this, fry me for this, but there's a level of nobility in Kim K that people don't give her credit for. She's still a regular person too. Oh, so Kanye was, this what it was. Kanye was commenting about her outfits. Um, He said sometimes some of her posts or some of her pictures makes him feel a little uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, okay. She like, I guess that was kind of news for her. You know what I mean? Like, and she basically told Ye, like, well, you the one that built me up like this. You like Yeezy taught me. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So she was like, he he she was like, Well, you the one that was like, you know, changing my wardrobe, put me on this, put me on that. Like, and and I appreciate that. So I like to show that. Like, I'm married to you, basically, is what she's saying. Like, it ain't I ain't tripping. So, but Ye didn't like that. He stormed out the room. So what I was saying, I I really thought. I got to give, like, Kim K a little... She holding it down is what I'm saying. Kanye, somewhat, as much as he... A nigga like Kim can have his head on straight, a lot of that is due to his wife. A lot of that is due to him having a mother figure, regardless of how people want to judge it, in Kris Jenner. She got him on moves, and I really feel like she's the one who pushed him into this... Helped, like, you know, be ancillary, but obviously pushed him into this... And really put him on to how to, how to really make this bread. Let's keep in mind, she got Kim K came out of her. She got Kylie came out of her. You know what I'm saying? Right. Held down multiple estates. Bruce Jenner won like a decathlon, like 10 gold medals or some shit. She managed that fortune. You know what I mean? Um, that's the side of... I didn't get I didn't get a chance to get into the music yet. OGE, so he got a preview for you um, yeah, of the tracks play, he listened to. Yeah, we can play the best tracks off of that, you know? But like I said, I want y'all to check out because the other angle for me is like I when I saw the daylist shit and I saw the way he titled his titles, I really felt like Kanye made his his Jesus is King album to derail the real message that the boy Daylit is giving. It's a stronger message, it's a more pro, potent message. So at the late bloomers, you know it's better late than never. We gonna give it to you. So we I want y'all to really dig into the boy Daylit project. And uh, his project is called Jesus is King. I was trying to find, I was digging on uh, Spotify to see when uh, his his Jesus is King album dropped. But the way that Kanye is promoting it, it seems like it's some agendas behind the scenes. 
The boy Daylit got social media presence heavy. Where is Daylit from again? I forget, man. I forget. I didn't do no bad job on him because, like I said, I've been following him just as a social media presence and not even a musician up until this point until I've really found that some of his music, uh, you know, came across my path. And so I connected it to the yay shit. I connected it to the yay shit, so you already know. <clears throat> you listened to the Jesus is King Daylit shit? I did. He got a track. The first track that came on there was called Hebrew. Okay. And so I was like, damn, I it's I can't. I mean, that's an intersect for me. I can't. I was going to turn it off and just to put the other uh, joint on, but the nature of my life doesn't allow me to do shit like that. So I'm like, that shit came across the Spotify first. So let me bump this joint. You know what I'm saying? Like I could bump Jesus's King Kanye joint anytime. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think no foul players in there. But like I said, every time we cover Kanye, it's so many. He gives us so many topics to cover. Cause he. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about is how he addressed Kanye addressed like niggas talking about the culture and doing shit for the culture. He made a good point. He was like, all these niggas that talk about the culture, because I said this about Dame Dash before. Dame Dash is a nigga that was trying to get part, like, paid in full. Them niggas didn't get no equity and paid in full. You right. feel what I'm saying? Like, he sold his culture to the culture. You know what I'm saying? He allowed, he licensed the shit and let niggas pillage it when it was for his benefit or when it was for the benefit of his vision. That's why I always say be mindful of Dame Dash and, you know, also know that he's in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, also know that he's in the game. You know what I'm saying? But Kanye addressed the... Kanye, I'm going to let y'all hear it. Kanye addressed the culture vulture shit. This with Big Boy. What is yeah. the culture? It's like, man, this ain't for the culture. We doing something for the culture. We are orphans, bro. We are cultureless. We don't have our own culture. We signed to culture vultures. We signed our life away. Our contracts are culture vultures. Think about everything that's cultural. Taking the knee is cultural. Being on social media is cultural. Wearing high fashion is cultural. Pushing a foreign is cultural. All these things are not owned by our culture. So who designed the culture? What does it mean to do it for the culture? This is one of What does it mean to do it for the culture? We can start there, OG. We can take it, Ease. You can take it, like, you know what I mean? So Kanye is not for the culture. Is that what you're saying? He's not that saying he's that saying? he's not for the culture. He's, he's getting people. He's introducing the idea that people have to question what the very existence or infrastructure of the culture is. What is it? He's saying we talk this culture shit so much, but all of our leaders in culture have sold out to some larger entity that has nothing to do inherently with our culture. So it's like a, it's more or less so to me like an open-ended question, you know what I'm saying? But it makes you think about it because so many people throw that word around, you know what I'm saying? And even like I said, the most the most notable person is Dame Dash. He got the book Culture Vulture, but like I always point out, I don't know what was going on behind closed doors. But when it was beneficial for Dame Dash in certain situations, and were in, in, in the timing of his life, he was running with these same cultural cultural. Uh, you know, cultural, cultural, cult, culture, 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 vultures. Hold on, I'm rolling a blunt, y'all. I'm sorry. 
Light one of them things up. So listen, um, <laughs> I listened to Jesus is King and it, it sounded, it, I think it was at least 12 tracks. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on the track number, but mm-hmm. I listened to the Zane Lowe interview first. I didn't want to be ignorant. So mm-hmm. I wanted to see where Kanye head was at before mm-hmm. I, excuse me, digested the album. Yeah. So I listened to the Zane Lowe interview and it was interesting. Kanye... He's trying to uh, bring Yeezy's production back to the States, like mm-hmm. the Adidas production. And that's mm-hmm. solid. That's a good idea, mm-hmm. especially with where the price point is. Mm-hmm. The price point is so high, and people pay over the retail price point that you could definitely pay livable wages to produce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, they're making them for pennies on the dollar. So if they make them for, you know, 50 cent on the dollar. And if I'm not going to be getting taxed on these. Yeah, if he's not getting taxed on them, it's crazy. But it's also, the thing was, he was saying. But that's his whole reason why I feel like he was saying, because he brought up why he wore the MAGA hat. And he's saying like, yo, for what America is and what I'm trying to do, like I told you before, I really fuck with the loopholes that Don Trump is showing me out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. this is a billionaire jumping hula hoops through loopholes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's wiggling around everything. You know what I'm saying? And if when you take it straight up like that, you know, I understand it. I dig it. Do I feel it? Do it resonate with me? Maybe not, but I'm not. Like, I understand. I understand it. At the end of the day, we live in a capitalist society and it's, in America. People, right. and it's people who make capitalist moves all the time. I don't know how far we... Uh, Dissected the Jay Z thing, right? Kanye learned from Jay Z though, right? That's what I was saying earlier to another party. Like Kanye learned from Jay Z, so for Hove not to be fucking with Kanye is on trend because from what we know, Hove never really fucked with Kanye. Not the not what Kanye was trying to give off. So when Kanye started to settle. It started to like, you know what, when Kanye got undeniably hot and was still paying homage and my big brother was big brother and then we watching the throne, it was all good. But when, when Ye wanted to be Ye, Hove act like he's still signed to The Rock as a producer. And mm-hmm. it's not like Kanye was. He Hove act like when, when, when Ye really wanted to be Ye, Hove act like, Hove treat him like he still just make beats, nigga. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, chill out, dog. Just go make some beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. go get niggas hot, good music. You know what I'm saying? Good music rock. That's a fact, though, but... um, These so niggas I- learn from Hove, and Hove is a great, a good teacher in this game for us. But, like, I, I you know, me, me being... A Hove disciple, a Ye disciple, or, you know what I'm saying, or just a follower of these niggas' music. I mean, like I, you know, I don't have the blinders over my eyes as to niggas' moves. These, these, these niggas' moves—they not my moves, so I could, I see them. You feel what I'm saying, like? Right. So I know for sure, like Ye is a little—he's just a tad bit like Hove is a business management partnerships. Boom, see how the game work, frameworks, optimization. He understand that. Boom, boom, boom. Yeezy. Is getting better with all of that as time comes along, but more and more he, at the at the same time he's a fucking he's a creator at the highest level. So he's designing, he is the culture. That's my answer. Mm-hmm. He's the culture. So he's just learning how to implement everything and still take from. You know, take take from the slave industrial uh, setup. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
That's what he got to do because he's becoming a master. So in order to become a master, you have to want to be and be like the master. <clears throat> so from what we were saying, I was going to just say about the uh, Jesus is King. I was, I didn't want to hear the album at first because mm -hmm. I didn't think, you know, I didn't think it would appeal to me at all. But after I listened to the Zane Lowe interview. Right. And he said he got Pusha and Miles on a track together. Yes, sir. And I'm like, this is this is gonna be a gospel album, and mm -hmm. it's like, I wonder what Pusha gonna say on that joint. And I listened to it, and Pusha was still talking about oh, cool. keys. Yeah, well, that's his brain. I'm like, wow. Pusha knows his brain on the Pushing gospel on album. This yeah. is crazy. But it was like that track was cool. I like the uh, Follow God track. Yeah. It got a track called Close on Sunday in reference yeah. to Chick-fil-A. He was, I don't know who That's he was lit. referencing That's lit. to Chick-fil-A, but he shout said. Out to, shout out to Side of Prince, too, no dope on Sunday. But um, he. Because uh, I really feel like Side High spearheaded all, spearheaded all of this shit. Like Side High coming with that album and doing press in a bishop's collar. Mm-hmm. It's on trend and on brand with what good music is doing. And it's really the closest... Saha is the closest to the brand of what the CEO is giving off than any of the other artists. You see what I'm saying? Right. I mean, he also is putting pen to pad for the... Right. Right. Probably the most out of any other artist. Yo, artists. shout out to Saha the Prince. Big shout out, bro. From Wyo the King. So... So I have to say, I listened to the album. It was cool. It was short, sweet. It sounded like a bunch of interludes. None of them is like a song. None of the tracks is like a song. There's no hooks on none of the songs. It's just like, right. I feel like twelve interludes. Right. Right. Well, I I, I didn't get into it. Like I saw, I felt that. I listened to like, what was the first track? Um, the first track is like the acquire. This is what's happening to me with music and these dudes that's transitioning in, in, in the social media game. He's like, like I was telling you about Wale. I, I love Wale's music. I love Attention Deficit. I love everything he put out. What's happening is that when these niggas do interviews, it's like so many people are tapped into, you know, people come on their feeds every day and talk to you and do shit. But then when these, when dudes, when artists is promoing, they snowball you with the interviews and it's kind of like overwhelming. So for me, it's hard. Like, damn, I be so much. When Wale start doing his pressers, I'm like, damn, I got to watch these joints. So I watch these joints, and I'm like, damn, I really get enthralled into the issues that he's saying he's spewing out. I really be like, damn. Another dude, he like, yo, record labels should have motherfucking health insurance for mental health, nigga. He's like, it's one of the most stressful industries. Kanye said something like that, too. I'm sure he heard Wale talking about that. I know that Wale is a person in the in the in the in the urban mainstream that Kanye really looks to in terms of getting his aesthetic off. Wale's aesthetic is unique in the game, being being out of the DMV from the DC district, from the you know, from the you know, the PG County type of feel. Kanye's aesthetic in the game is undeniable. That's kind of what keeps him relevant in this social media era. It kind of what it, it I always feel like he should play it up more because it's like we like we talk about. It's a lot of people sometimes that I feel like Kanye doesn't fully. If he connected with more of the people who are like him, it would it would ironically make him as big as he really is and as big as he really sees himself. It will materialize because it's a lot of niggas that's still on some Nike boot shit. That's still like what I mean. What I mean by that is just. 
that's still giving that fresh out how Wale is giving that fresh out. That's a part of the game for niggas who like rappers. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like Wale's aim is to hit his core, and his core is them bitties. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the the, the chick the who going to move the needle with the charts for Wale is the women. You know what I'm saying? And he knows that. So, but like I said, when the interviews come along, it takes me out of it. So with the Kanye shit, his interviews, Kanye's interviews are definitely overwhelming. So I, when I finally, like I said, when I was telling you, I just got to a point, I'm like, all right, well, let me check the music. Then the boy Daylit shit come up. So then I'm like, damn, let me just follow this progression of time, stay in the moment, play the boy Daylit shit. And then now I don't want to play Kanye shit because I know Kanye's antics. I, I, I see the tripling back, the doubling back on Jesus. And I don't even think it's negative. This is what niggas do. What, the other thing I was saying, like, Kanye was so amazed. One, if you really know Kanye, and that's why I wanted to talk to you, too, because you was really a Kanye boy in the, in, the, in, the early, in the early of it, before a lot of people. And he really loved Mace. Like, he really was, like, enamored with how Mace moved. and You know what I'm saying? So Kanye is giving us, <laughs> he's giving us his Mace flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's coming at us with his mace swag. He he's trying to take over the church. It's almost like if Mace had social media, he probably would still be preaching because it's lucrative. And once again, he was in the A. It's dirt cheap down there. And he ain't getting taxed. So like, yo, I'm getting royalties from Diddy. I got a sturdy ministry. You know what I mean? Long as my tithes offerings is, is there every Sunday, I'm good to go. This I'm all this is to the crib. <laughs> That's how the game go, man. You know what I'm saying? So along the lines of the... Uh, I mean, like I said, that was my basic review. I, I listened to it one time, yeah. and it just sounded like all oh, interludes to me. It, it was yeah. some standout tracks on there, and it yeah. was like a trap beat. Yeah. The uh, follow, Like I said, the Follow God track. It don't yeah. sound like, like if... If if a church got the follow God instrumental and let people just rap for Jesus off of that, yeah. I would I would be in, I would be interested in that at a right. church like right. at a service, I would be interested in that. I don't know how other people feel about that, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like I don't right. really feel like Kanye is tapped into God. Like he's tapped into God from what he was, from what Kanye as the artist is, what Kanye as a person is. I went to the Zayn Lowe interview and um he was talking about. About to ask you to dim the lights, but I got the blockers. He was talking about how um pause. <laughs> I don't know what you got. I, I feel you, but uh, <laughs> I, said I feel lights, you. Nigga. I feel you, but it's a it's, it's a it's a vibe with the late bloomers, us. man, and we it don't gotta. Vibe. Uh, that was a vibe. That's just, I'm just being a funny guy. But yeah. you know, Kanye was talking about how he was done. He had a. He, it's crazy because it's like a thing. It's a thing now when you when you dig into mental health, it's a lot of this uh, mental health that got to deal with addictions. And Kanye, I feel like in his music, he tapped in. He tapped into his addiction on the track addiction. Oh, this is what I wanted to get at when you said it because you made a point. Um, why don't you feel like Kanye is tapped into God? Or what did you? I, I, I mean, I do feel like he's tapped into God. What does now? it take to be tapped into God? I'm saying, but musically, like it's just you know he's still secular. He's still Kanye West, so Church it's like is secular though. Okay, I just don't hear people on tracks talking about like how much. I mean, it, like how much do they talk about what they have like from God? Like you know what I'm saying? What you mean by that? 
does Kurt Franklin ever be like on the track? I'm the goat of this gospel music. That's how you come off. Does he say that on the track? I'm just saying, you like, how do we come that's, up? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's not, no, we can't I don't, judge. When I listen to Kurt Franklin track, I just feel like he the hype man to the choir, like, and he official at that. Like, I don't feel like but Kanye Kurt, is being the hype man and the producer, and he's a rapper. So he's but Kanye that is talking. still telling me on the track that he the best to ever do it, like, you know that's what I'm fine. saying? Like, and it's just like, I don't hear that in gospel music. You that's, what I'm saying? that's what, that's what he's right. bringing to the game. You right. That's what he's bringing. He's marrying it. You right. He's bringing him, he's bringing his, he's you right. It's a dip, yeah, but that, all right, you right. You right. I can't, that's what I'm saying, I can't dude, argue that, and it's way, just like, I just, when I look at, because once you approach it that way, like I look at it that way, but I I'm looking right. I'm li- I'm listening to it and I'm looking for the curses. Right. You got Ty Dolla on here. Right. You could curse, nigga. You yeah. just curse. You just cuss. Yeah. That, oh yeah. Then that's the intersect for us. Pastor David Wilson ain't that his name? Who's that? The uh, the cursing ass pastor. Okay. And he just got caught. They leaked the uh, little sex tape off of him. But that's what I'm about to say about Kirk Franklin. These niggas don't matter what they talk about. And that's, God and that's another intersect, though, because they all say they had the same shit, though. Like, well, HSP? Sex addiction. And, hey. and uh, ASAP Rocky said he got a sex addiction. Well, these is words. You know if it fit under the criteria, these is words. These, they probably, if they fit under the criteria and they see, they speaking it over themselves, then they know better than us. I was just saying when it, I feel like the bigger that me, big, uh, mental health got out here is that like you see more and more. Everybody like, trying to relate to it. Right. It's self-assessments of addictions. Yeah. And I, and that was the thing for me about addiction though, because this is funny that you say that because we could transition it. I don't know if we talked about this, but I was talking about addiction. Yeah. And I was like, is every addiction, are we only going to. Hold before you, but I wanted to hear how you tap into God. So you wasn't. You was are you acknowledge that he was tapped into God? Right, I acknowledge that because of the Zane Lowe interview, though, right, because so of where he said, where, "I don't gotta take you there." Then. Go right. where you want to go, yeah, go where you want. Right, and I agree with you. Like it's it's still it's like you said it's still like, hip hop. We, we live in like, life, right? Right. Niggas is living life, man. Like, just because, like, I just wanted to make sure. It and wasn't, like, and that at the end of the day, and at the, the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like one of the biggest things is like, who are you to judge anyway? Exactly. Like, that's one of, like, the first rules of thumb. Like, if I say that I am, if that's what I'm identifying as, you know what I'm saying? Yo, he might be quadrupling back on Jesus. Because that's what I was saying. He, Jesus. So, right. first, if you Jesus, then you're the Antichrist. Right. Because you ain't God, but you, you want to you you be more Christ-like. So, I'm like, look, listen. I'm Jesus, but Jesus is king. Right. All right. So, that's, man, he, yo, listen. Right, but Kanye was the first person to even talk about Jesus in a hip hop song, and have it be a number one hit. So we gotta put some respect on it. We gotta make some noise for that. We gotta give it up for that. Nigga. You so, definitely can't knock it. You can't, can't say it. you can't say that it's you can't a, say you're fraud either. Right, can't. You don't know what the fuck this nigga is thinking. Right, because it's all all his shit. We could go rewind the tape on him, and one of the best in the game, Big Boy from Big Boy's Neighborhood. He pulled the tape back on Ye, and he he was like, he, and Big Boy was out. He's like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I don't fuck with it, but I'm here to celebrate you. Say whatever you want to say. And he even played him the clip that proved that Ye was doing what he said he wanted to do from years ago. And Big Boy still was like, I don't fuck with it. I don't know what to say about that, but this is your moment. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to everybody who bought a pair of Yeezys. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeezy Boosts. Um, Fire October's, the OG colorway of the first Yeezys that dropped on Nike, forever a classic. 
Um, we got Yeezy to a Billy, y'all. So congratulations to y'all for keeping it culture. For making, we made a nigga a billionaire in a couple years. From the culture. So, but the culture has levels to it to me. It's all inclusive. But I ain't want to take you off your point. Yeah, it's my bad. You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to take you off your point. No, but I'm, I, 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 I hear you on that point too. Because right there, that's the culture that he's he's making us question it, but we already gave him the answer. We like, easy, you the culture. You right. As soon as you started designing sneakers, you right. These joints crazy. Are you going to Adidas? Oh, Yeezy. You right. You fucking with Adidas? All right, we really, we never fucked with Adidas before, man. We had Kobe on Adidas. We had T-Mac on Adidas. Nigga, we got James Harden on the, we got, you know what I'm saying? We had niggas on Adidas. Tim Duncan. All kinds of niggas. The Y3 shit. Now niggas is fully, we had, nigga, we had Run DMC on Adidas. It's things that Yeezy wanted, though. He wanted those, uh... He wanted those titles in the fashion world. Yeah. They wouldn't let him get it. That's why he really he ground up in his fashion situation. Yeah. Like, and um, you know, it is what it is. But I, like I said, it's not even a. I for me with Kanye, it's not even about the uh, the fashion portion. I because I still rocked with him musically, so it yeah. was like I wanted to tap into that. I just feel like you know, it's just a. It's in a different place right now. It's this album is Kingdom Come for me. What Kingdom Come was for niggas, and Kingdom Come wasn't with niggas. So I find I appreciated Kingdom Come, cause like you said, it was the first album where a nigga did, wasn't just talking about, oh, I used to shave the, I used to shave down the block, just to ride the wraith down the block or whatever, just to have a rope. You know what I'm saying? It was really whole. You know what I'm saying? So, but it was a dud for niggas, is what I'm saying. My intersect is I think I heard one of the beats on there. It's a Pierre Bourne beat on that. Uh... <laughs> it's a nigga out there named Pierre Bourne. I had said as E. I said, is this your relative nigga? Like, <laughs> the intersect for that is that I had to. Cl- they got Pierre Bourne. They said he got the second craziest laugh to, <laughs> to fucking Kawhi. <laughs> I got oh man, we got I gotta find that. You we gotta, gotta edit that in. Yeah, you we got this joint. Okay, yo. we gotta uh, we gotta sit down with Pierre Boy. We man. want to. Know what I mean, uh, yeah. But oh yeah, I was gonna intersect off of the uh, what you were saying about Kanye to uh, when you were talking about uh, you know the the capitalism. We never talked about LeBron in China, did we? No, let, before we go on that though, let me um just just wrap up this Kanye shit okay. so we don't go so we don't double back. Okay. Just for all y'all who was wondering, um Kanye also does you saw the Zane Lowe join? This is him on Zane Lowe. Talking about Jay Z and Drake. You know I I love all of these people, but you gotta know there's a there's a lineage of J to yay to Drake. It's, you know, this person is your idol. Then you get to know him. Then you be friends. Then you turn to frenemies. Then you turn to enemies. And then you got to bring back the positive energy. Mm. But that is the lineage of like rap kings, Mm. you know, Mm. and inspirers. Because J was my biggest, you know, Inspiration. By the time I got to New York, we had the throwbacks. I'm gonna tell you, I'm really uh, uh, Big Boy had throwbacks first. And the what was it? It's called Sky High. Mm-hmm. I think he had the Astros. Mm-hmm. 
So you already know. Oh yeah, I listened to that whole joint. He was uh, he said he was grabbing his drones out of Atlanta, and I'm right. like, we talked we we talked about this before. It was a Dean install. They had the store down in Atlanta. Oh, okay. But they used to co- they used to have Mitchell and Ness jerseys yeah. in there. But they also had the Dean and Stahl joint. Stahl and Dean. All Stahl right, and right, Dean. right, right. I think they out the A. Okay. He you said it was a stand this. in the mall, though. Like, but I don't know what stand. It could have been a... It might have been a total it, sports. I, I, no, how early he's was right. Total when sports, I want you to though. as a young boy, the, the A had like a bootleg okay. version of the gallery. Okay. And right. They, but the store was in the gallery? Or it was a stand? But it or was, was a it a stand. stand? They had stand. When right. I went to the A, I remember that profoundly. Right. right. They had a stand out there. It's crunch time. You know what I'm saying? That's... <laughs> That's funny. That's crazy. It's a uh, cause Yeezy didn't come on. I mean, I guess uh, Jay Z already had. Uh, I mean, but definitely when I look back, Big Boy definitely was the first I seen it. He was on for sure. And nine four, he so was giving big you uh, like you know what I'm saying. For the record, nine, I always five, whatever said, whatever year though he came, he came he came out the gates with that with that heat, you know what I'm saying? Yo, we doing a duo list first. We got to drop this. We going to drop this today cuz we doing a duo list. A duo list? Yeah. 10? Yeah. All time? No, maybe 5. Maybe 5. five. five. Maybe 5. Cuz for me, Big Boy over 3 stacks. We got Kissing Styles. Mhm. Oh, we got some joints. Who we got? I mean, but who- I mean Ray Strum, I can't. <laughs> nah, 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 not for the, not for the, not for the track, not for the. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I hear what yeah, you, you saying, but I, I fuck mean, with Slim Jimmy too. But I wasn't thinking along that name. I was thinking rap shit. They are rap though. Like what you talking yeah. about? You hey, talking? Hip-hop. You talking about? You know what I mean? Bars like or I'm talking about rap? Yeah. Okay. Rap duos like Chris and Neve type shit. You know what I'm saying? You taking Chris and Neve over Ray Strum? They got two major albums out. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I, you can. You can and do that. It's part of a major group. Like, a major I, I group. They culture, nigga. They, yo, I understand if it's a battle. If it's a battle, I want Chris and Neve. If I want a banger, I want Ray Strum. Like, but and that's no and disrespect got to crazy. Beans and Freeway got enough material to be a duo. And shout out to Free, because Free just put the joint where they go free. in and out. Yeah, I'll piss them mm. on that block and a half. Don't let nigga <laughs> have the dudes take the block to the stash. He, that joint where they want How in and out. Jo- they don't got no, they don't got no. I mean, but I. I, I, I <laughs> Jazzy but, Jeff and the Fresh Prince, that's a ooh. duo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm there with it. That's I'm, the duo, that's what I'm saying. That's a light duo to me. What? I feel you, but that's a light duo because it's... Because you're not giving no respect to what they did. Like, I understand what they did. I'm saying that because you said bars, so Jazzy Jeff got bringing zero bars. You like, don't got they, to. Nigga, you I understand what I understand Dougie what Fresh got bringing. on from just... Uh, Dougie Fresh got on from even saying words. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I mean, it, that's the essence, though, because you just said rap, so I'm figuring... <coughs> you All right, so let's go West bars. Coast. West Coast duos. Um, I feel like the dog pound like Ooh, gotta be who's a like, duo though, huh? Who's a duo? That's a duo. Jazz and corrupt. That's a duo, right? Um, no, Snoop and Dre. That's a duo. Snoop and Dre they is rapped. a duo. If that's Dr. a Dr. West Coast rapping. duo, I the mean, chronic. damn, that's a duo for niggas. So then, can K Dot and J Rock be a duo? Then, if we do it, maybe K Dot and Schoolboy for more niggas. <laughs> I feel like K Dot and J Rock got more. Uh, Shut up, yo. 
like tracks together. Right. But duos, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking of you. You took it the bar, so now I'm trying to build that. You know yeah. what I mean? But it. Not groups, not a tr- not three. Like oh, yeah, take off right. and sheep right. luch. We love y'all, but offset oh, <laughs> offset <laughs> Quavo. Offset. But it's a lot of music that a lot of music that made the locks hot. Sheik Luch had the like the craziest verses. Like, damn, so, take off is the Sheik Luch. Same thing for take off. Is that, that's the hot take. To that people, I'm not to real niggas, but to, that's to the, the perception of them. Yeah, that's the perception. Take off. They they under they don't they oh, under, that's crazy. To they me. underappreciate them niggas is nice. Take in off the genre. is definitely underappreciated. Cause underappreciated because if he's third, he held he had to play number two for a minute because Offset did a bit. Right, and, take and off, they kept I think it Take off did a bit though. Take off did a bit. Offset, I don't know if Offset did a bit. Offset definitely did a bit. I can't remember that. I do remember Take Off not being around. I don't, but I mean he could have been too. And that's why Joe Buttons is still the old Joe Button shit. No. Give out their top ten list. Master P gave out his top ten, so I'm gonna run it down for you. Matter of fact, Master P didn't even give us ten; he gave us eight. Um, number one, Snoop Dogg for Master P. Mm. Number two, Tupac. Number three, Biggie. Number four, Scarface. Number five, Lil Wayne. Number six, Eminem. On seven, Jay Z. Mm. Number eight, E40. E uh. <laughs> he crushed this list. <laughs> it's a nice list. I mean, you know, any feedback? I mean, that's definitely, I mean, for Master P, for yeah. like, he's a, you know. Why he didn't give us 10, though? Because he is he, not He 10. don't want to put himself in there right. He want to be <laughs> humble. Right. He don't even gotta give you, cause Ti gave himself eleven. He didn't put. He put all niggas in that was in the game when he was in, in the, the game. game. Right. He ain't put too short in there. So he, but he also got bay ties, so he might feel like he in there over too short because he sold more records than all. See, from Master P point of view, you can't say he being cocky. Master P sold more records than every mostly everybody on his list. So as an executive. And that shit count for him 
Because he owns a fucking company. So right. he owns everyone's publishing. This nigga's filthy rich. Y'all understand. You know what I'm saying? They, we don't talk about Master P enough, and I, I think that he likes that. You know what I'm saying? He gets to fall back under the radar. Master P owns the whole No Limit catalog and his publishing, and he was a rapper on it. Right. It's crazy. Speaking of which, Suge Knight signed his... Uh, this is real quick. I heard Suge Knight signed his uh, he signed his rights over to Ray J. Yeah. From prison. But I they broke it down. I think the nigga Whack 100 got some of his rights. I don't know. Okay. Niggas be throwing around a lot of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Is Whack cool with uh, Ray J, though? He was his manager. Okay. But are they still cool, though? Like, was his manager? Are they still cool? He might like, still be yeah. his manager. I think he's still okay. his manager. I'm not, as far as the last time I saw, he was still his manager. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, like, you know, I don't know how people feel about Wack 100. He's not really notable to me in terms of, like, he's not relevant in my life. Right. Um, he, he he got shit popping on the West. I think he managed um, uh, Blueface, too. I, and he managed the game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know who he is. I'm just saying, like, I, I would, you know, I just Yeah, Wack 100 was notable of from re- most recently talking greasy about, well, not greasy, but just talking... Just giving his spiel of like, basically saying what happened to Nipsey was gang shit, and it happened how it was supposed to happen according to gang shit, and mm-hmm. that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But like I said, a lot of people wasn't really too fond of Nipsey, and um, you know I think that Wack One Hundred and Big U might be cool. Uh, Big U is a notable um, um, reformed crip or allegedly reformed crip from. From the Rolling Sixties crew used to manage Nipsey back in the day. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I mean, I unfor- as unfortunate and how real the culture is, it's just like you just want people to keep the peace, though. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, they could do that and get more money. A nigga like Nipsey could have figured out. A nigga like Nipsey was getting his enemies' money. Clearly, you know what I'm saying. But I'm sure, like, he could have got them some more money had they like allowed him to live his life. Um, I got some more sh- rapper shit. Like, uh, apparently, my other hot take, because it was some shit I think we talked about on the last pod, if we didn't, um, Drake Pop, Dennis Graham went viral with Nick Cannon for saying that basically Drake was Drake was fraud and talking about his relation. When he, when he raps about his pop, he basically said, I got a great relationship with Drake since he was a kid. You know what I'm saying? But when I just, I'm confused. Like, when did he start shitting on his dad on tracks? Because I feel like in the beginning, he wasn't. He never did. And that's what I, it, what he saying? never did. Dennis Graham didn't say that. But Dennis Graham said, even though he didn't say that, all that shit he did say was still not true. Even right. when he said it was distance between us, he was like, no distance between us. That's what, he was just saying that. I don't know the validity of it or anything like that, but. I mean, it's just an, it's just interesting. It's just I'm curious. I don't know. What he out here putting on the show. Dennis Graham is though. But he wearing OVO chains, so like you know what I'm saying like right. It's, it's branding. It's branding. It's still right. branding. It's like I mean they. I don't know. It's just. He out here with a new young thing for him. He out here with a cougar for us, but a young thing for him. <laughs> he out here. He out here with somebody old work. And that's cool because a lot of us we live like that as life. He out, <laughs> he out here with Tiffany Pollard. Let's see if you know who that is. If you know who that is, I'm taking this shot right here. Tiffany Pollard. I'm taking this taking this shot regardless. Mm-mm. Come and get your clock. 
New York. Oh, y'all here with New York? That's <laughs> what I said. I did see that. Yeah. I did see That's that. Just, I just was looking at that. That's you looking cozy. I don't know if they together. We got a nice picture. With you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, you? Yeah. I'm guessing it. I'm guessing it. I'm guessing it. I gotta do that. Uh, um, <laughs> That's funny. I mean. Let me give y'all some miscellaneous news. You ready for the miscellaneous news? Let me give you the rundown. <laughs> um, what we got? Oh, so the Mexican government released El Chapo's son to stop a rampage from the cartel. So basically, the government had to release El Chapo's son to stop a war with the cartel. Um, and this is according to Jose Diaz Brasino. Chapo's son was let go after being captured by the Mexican army. Mexican government sources tell at Reforma that this was done to protect citizens after today's gun battle in Culiacan. Astonishing at so many levels, this is a huge impact for policy, but even more for Mexico's psyche. That's crazy. So they riding, Mexico's riding harder for El Chapo's son than for El Chapo. I mean. But El Chapo is in American custody. Though. Right. So I'm sure they probably was riding just as hard. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't be wanting to talk about Donald Trump on the show, but like I just I did take I made a mental note of this and put a marker for it because um Trump compared uh, basically his impeachment inquiries to that of a lynching. What? See, I knew you was going. I'm glad I marked this. So, basically, he said, so someday, if a Democrat becomes president and the Republicans win the House, even by a tiny margin, they can impeach the president without due process or fairness or any legal rights. All Republicans must remember what we are witnessing here. A lynching. But we will win. That's 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 from his Twitter. That was that that was from uh, Donald Trump is next level. Like he's <laughs> he's too he's too elite for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I can't even like <laughs> I don't I don't entertain to the Donald. level in which he could do no wrong. Right? Yeah, he pushes it. I, he's he's out of sight, out of mind for me. Mm-hmm. Like it just let me know how irrelevant the president is. Like I don't. This is how relevant Donald Trump is in our world with black privilege. Um, black, black owned privilege. No We have black privilege On our show And we just gonna Dismiss this nigga And talk <laughs> about A black owned company That creates puzzles <laughs> Featuring black characters You know what I mean So um, This is an official Late bloomer stamp Everybody go follow At Puzzle Huddle um, They make puzzles for, for children That has African American Characters on them Like Okay. You know what I mean? So we all let's all support this company. You know what I'm saying? Puzzle Huddle. That's right. At Puzzle Huddle. No that's, underscores or nothing. No underscore. Straight puzzle and huddle, like in a huddle. Bet. <clears throat> yeah, that's how I feel about Trump. Speaking of that, like it was a it's a guy it's apparently this guy he had a patent, you know the turn the the um the turn signal on the mirrors on the benzes? Yeah. So the first nigga who made this, he made it in 1989. He was black. Mm. Yeah. So basically, he thought about this in his crib, and he was like, "I'm not the type of person who be thinking this shit, and I don't go do something about it." So I thought about the shit, and I went and invented it. So he was like, "I was mm. thinking about turn signals and shit." 
He's like, damn, people really need to see that you turning out here from both angles. So he's like, he designed the side view mirror with the lights on it with the flasher. So no, it never caught on yet. And then Ben's picked it up, but the nigga patent expired. So what? yeah, so they trying to see he might be a casualty of the game. Wow! And, but no he's hoping way. he's hoping that they cash him out. So he did at one point. Somebody, somebody licensed the joint, and he got a hundred racks for it. And he said, "I bought my mama house," and I was like, "Damn!" Because I heard somebody say, I heard like either Dame Dash or somebody say how rappers be fucking their money up, basically right. saying their money get taxed crazy. These niggas get cash. Still, like, it's niggas. They, the IRS know when you get booked because you got a fucking, you know what I mean? You got tour dates. So you can easily go and find how much you make, even though you're making cash. Pay your taxes. Get the taxes back. Niggas and already bought their chains. You know what I'm saying? Right. Niggas trying to buy their mama house. You know what I'm saying? So the niggas said he bought his mama house. And that that was it. So basically what happened is, he had the great invention. He didn't articulate his business well enough to capitalize off the situation. Because if a nigga offered you some money, you ain't have to take it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you offered a 100 racks, he's like, oh, shit, I came up this with nothing. I got a 100 racks. And you flipped. You flipped at the level you thought you should flip at. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but he... So just selling that license don't entitle him to shit ever again? Well, his patent expired. Damn. So So a nigga should have renewed it. Right. If you patented it. This is a story. Give it to you real quick. Excuse me. Well, fuck it. You said you... a sweet, simple man on a dead... Well, fuck it. Y'all check this nigga out. Check this nigga out. It's from Diamond Cut Media. I ain't about to play this old John. It's by Diamond Cut Media. So you check this dude out. It's a dude who got, they basically say he got robbed from Mercedes Benz because that's all they use on their wheels now. And that happened in the 2000s. But like I said, the dude, like, he had a patent, his patent expired, and then when his patent expired, basically the nigga, Mercedes used it, and then he's wait, he's hoping that they cash him out. That's where he at right now. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck. Exactly. Do- What's have up? you caught up? You have you caught up on anything with power this season? No. Yeah. Well, look, I've been watching Lorenz Lorenz Tate's interviews and shit like that. I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? So Lorenz Tate interviews. That shit is all coonery to me. I had blacks in film. You know what I'm saying? I had blacks in cinema. Like I can't watch that kind of shit that's perpetuating shit that's going on in my city. 80, 80 bodies dropped. Two little kids over the weekend. Right. I can't be glor- I can't put that shit in my brain just to be entertained by it. I'm not entertained by that. I gotta pick what side of the fight I'm on. Am I gonna be entertained by this shit, glorifying this shit, or I'm gonna be knowing that this shit is in our reality, and I'm gonna abstain from that just, just so not to enhance it or perpetuate it. That's where I'm at with it, and that's just my take. That's I don't have to be nobody's take on it, but that's how when I'm, that's how I am innately, naturally. Like I, when I sit down and and watch that shit, I be feeling like a noodle. Because I've really come from a family that been through shit. You know what I'm saying? When I got to watch social reform shit and all that shit. Right. It's traumatizing for me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I even, like, I tell my, I tell wifey all the time. I'm not trying, I don't really try to, you know, I don't really try to, like, you know, when I come in the crib, I wanna, when I watch some shit, I want to laugh or I want to be informed. You know what I mean? Because 
the streets is real, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to come in the crib from the streets and then watch a director restage the streets for me. I don't need that, you know what I'm saying? I don't need that. And, that, and a lot of people might say, oh, that's too deep or is that this and the third. But that's just how I operate and why I, I can't naturally get into it. Because Philly, because 50 is giving you re-rock. He's giving you re-rock shit. But like I said, a lot of people who are entertained by that shit, you know, it's 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 captivating. <clears throat> you know what I mean? But like I said, I've been watching. I, I've been, I can't lie. I told you before, nigga, like it's not like I don't peek in on this shit. Like I know know that the shit with Ghost went left. The shit with his son went left. You know what I'm saying? I know Keisha ain't here no more. You know what I mean? Hopefully Melo and Lala get back together because according to most... I mean, I think they back together, but just, you know, really, really keep it together because a lot of niggas really feel like like I don't feel what? like this. A lot of niggas feel like because Lala, Lala got naked on camera, Melo wasn't fucking with that. Right, of course he wasn't fucking with that though. Y'all don't y'all underselling Melo. I really Melo's a boss. Melo want Lala to express herself that way because of the woman she really is in, in person. So to Melo, to his wife, even he might have said something to her about it, but ultimately he knows his wife is the truest. That's his wife. You feel what I'm saying? He knows he really seen her naked, really took her down, really got a kid by her. You know what I'm saying? This nigga make forty million a year, cause you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really think niggas he, he was on his way out of the league when this He didn't happening. know that. Yes, he did. And Melo could be in the league. He's just not going to take anything. That's the thing about it, man. We don't know behind the scenes. Melo could easily be in the league. He's not Jared Dudley, though. So he's not going to take Jared Dudley bread, and he's not going to take a Jared Dudley's role. But, I, I, I yeah. disagree with that. I don't know, though. I think, I mean, if you, you're not speaking, I mean, but I feel you. His last two seasons, to me, he was successful. He got put on two teams to be the third option. These niggas didn't pass him the ball. He still averaged 18 a game. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? He Like, the Sixers could use that. Any team could. The Lakers could use that. The Lakers could use a nigga who you know could, won't get you 20 if you play him just X amount of minutes. Any team could use that. It's some other shit going on. It's the second level stats. It's the plus minus. It's the, the what defense is he playing? No, on? don't put Who him game? in in the third and the fourth. Put him in to close the game when you need a big shot. Let that nigga start. Then take him out. Then let him play. You know, but you, man, when you on a team, the whole the league is help defense. You know how many times LeBron get blown by? LeBron don't be making all NBA defense sometimes. Like it's not everybody. Like it's not the era when niggas is like everybody's not taking the Jordan model. And shout out to Kawhi because niggas keep telling me Kawhi is playing like Jordan. You right. know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what that means, but how do you feel about the uh, Kawhi hype? I just had it's a, not hype. It's real. So if niggas want to say he like Jordan, this is a nigga who sat out from an injury. Niggas was talking shit about him, so he fell off. This nigga came back, was a key acquisition, and won the chip. That's how the, that's how the cookie crumbled. So do you feel like niggas can say Kawhi is better than, than Dr. J? People don't understand Dr. J's era. Dr. J was more popping in the ABA because ABA was the more swagged out league. Right. Dr. J averaged 40 in that shit. Niggas, Dr. J's A, <laughs> niggas couldn't do it, Dr. J. You you watching a Dr. J on the Sixers, the fact that he got you to a chip at that age but that's, but lets that's, you know how he went to the chip two or three times right. at that age. That shit lets you know. This is what LeBron needs to do now. Right. 
This is why you can't say LeBron's the GOAT. This is why I keep telling y'all. Because nigga, Dr. J wants you to, this nigga wants you to, he, nigga, Dr. J was that nigga with the LeBron dookie, with the GOAT hole. eight, nine straight finals. I feel you, but man. why you got to pay respect to the OGs is because Dr. J with the blowout and the gold chain is the Dr. J the niggas, the, the legend is off of. Dr. J with the mini fro and the suit and the Rose Phantom in Philly hanging out with Bill Cosby, that's, that's the Heathcliff Huxtable, uh, Dr. J. That's not the rucker Dr. J who was doing niggas in. Like, are you crazy? That's not the doctor. That's Julius Irving. He lived right. in eons of a career. So the fact that, nigga, he played 12 years. He played a long time in the fucking ABA. ABA right. That's what I'm MVP saying. Dumb the, long. The ABA seen his best year. So it's like, I be just question. I just be wondering, do people be counting the ABA? They don't be because they don't but, think it's relevant because people are whitewashed. So, of course, they're right. not going to count some shit. That, that's what's wrong. And I just watched the intersect for you. Was I just watched an interview of Michael Jordan interviewing George Gervin. Who was a six eight two guard ahead of his time? Right, and he and on the Spurs. Right, I'm like, damn, if he played for the Spurs now, he would be great. niggas will consider him crazy. George Gervin definitely translate his game translates. No, they do like, translate. He one of the sure. few, for sure. Not one of the few, but it's like it was he all Jimmy's and all, all right. straight to the lane. You can't. I don't even got a dunk. You can't block my shit. He was dunking on niggas. He mm-hmm. got highlights dunking on niggas. Like you said, off the miss. <laughs> he got them. He got down the lane. But see, back in the day, it was like not a lot of. That's why it was not a lot of down the lane bang bangs, except for niggas like Connie Hawkins, Dr. J. We in heavy sports right now, so I'm. We gonna get back into uh, <laughs> when we finish this. We I'm still in sports because uh, well, we is still in sports. Can I get to the messy side of the sports game? Well, I got some shit to tell you about Lo. So you go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. No, no, no. Because go ahead. I just got Lo. Lo got a new joint on TV One. Okay. He talking about all this shit. He used to fuck with Taraji. He giving you the backdrop. He said he mistreated Taraji. He said he was that was his queen. He said he used to travel with Taraji on the road with his picture in his Man. wallet. And then and then he said he ended things. I'm gonna just give you the gist of it so we can talk. <laughs> I'll play that shit for you too. But he was like, I he was like he he ended things in a nutty way with Taraji. He's like, but that's because he was falling in love with a woman named Khloe Kardashian. I said, ooh, <laughs> he heavy. Oh, he heavy. man. What is this show? It's on TV One. It's, it's just like a something chronicling uh, Lamar Odom chronicling all the shit he He another up. boy who said they, that he had a sex addiction. This sex addiction, he, he passed out in the brothel. I think he died in the brothel and came back. That's crazy. He was done. He was he was in a coma, bro. That's uh, wild. Fun. Yeah, God forbid. Like he was in a joint. He was done for a minute. He was in there for like like a minute. Well, speaking of niggas with sex addiction, I gotta talk Yo, about Paul Fletcher. Lamar Odom got the glow. I didn't know when I saw this clip. I didn't know how old. It, I was like, is this from when he was playing? Like he working out? I don't know. He he there, cause. <laughs> Speaking of niggas with sex addiction, I gotta talk about Fletcher Cox. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit sound like a porno name. A porno. <laughs> that nigga got, got the porno video of the week. <laughs> Fletcher Cox. <laughs> Fletcher Cox got a thing for uh, women with boyfriends and shit like that. So you know what I'm saying? He been he's he like the NFL version of Mister Steal Your Girl and shit like in Philly. And, and nationally, I guess I don't know. Like, oh, it's, man, that ain't cool for Philly. You see, AI boys, nigga took AI girl. AI had to go bring the straps. If he really come like that, then 
If he ready to die, if the nigga that, Fletcher Cox is that, ready to die over taking niggas' girls, I don't know because that's the angle. That's a bull pulled up. A bull pulled up the Fletcher Cox crib. Take it easy, big homie. With a bat though, he didn't pull up with the with the uh, with a bat. Yeah, he pulled up with a bat. Damn. Fletcher Cox came out with the shot. This is Eagles news. He played for the Eagles, right? Yeah, he played for the Eagles. Right? Yeah. It's a real. It was real messy in Eagles world, but I'm just giving you the yo. Be safe out here, man. Don't give niggas a reason. Like, be safe though. Stay dangerous, but be safe, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some dudes feel like anything is for the taking, and actually, like, this is the... Does that include their life? Mm. This is Philadelphia, nigga. Like, that's what I mean. AI was willing to make the news and go, you know what I'm saying? AI got mug shots over this shit. Mm. That's his wife, though. So a nigga's willing to risk it just fucking any random John? Like, that's silly. <laughs> I feel AI you. was in the trenches in the projects because a trap nigga had his, you know what I'm saying? Right. But he got his wife back. AI is a real nigga. This is a real city. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that was his wife, though. You wasn't, you, you know what I'm saying? This is AI. Right. Fletcher Cox is not AI level. That's humble <laughs> of AI. Fletcher Cox won a Super Bowl, Doug. I don't know. He might feel Yo, like the he only AI one in Philly him. history. I'm glad because I'm tired of niggas claiming that Ron Jaworski, 1980s world champion, when that shit wasn't even called the Super Bowl. They ain't win, though. They won. That was the only time they won other than no, McNabb. Right. They went 04, yeah. Right. Oh, y'all remember that now? When would I never remember that? Yo, all I want to say is if McNabb played in Dallas with the same career, <laughs> with the same, if he took the, if he took the overly hyped Cowboys back to the Super Bowl since they never been, I mean, he would be a god in Dallas. Dak Prescott so, is McNabb reincarnated. He never been to the bowl. Like, I, so I'm saying, like maybe he'll go to a bowl. Like, Put some respect on it. McNabb got to tell you Dak is team. better than McNabb right now. They never been to the chip. They'll say that right now. They can say that if they want. They can say that if they want. Niggas will shit on McNabb in all kinds of ways. That's just like they can say that if they want. But McNabb got numbers. It's nasty, man. As bummy as niggas think McNabb is, he got numbers. He got numbers, and the coach was calling screen passes. Like you know what I mean? Like Brian Westbrook got all the all-purpose yards. That's the era when I used to watch the Eagles. <laughs> That's why I could keep it real about it. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, I only watched the Eagles when Randall played and when McNabb played. And when Mike Vick played. I mean, I'm just not into football as much as I once was. That's your hot take, the Fletcher Cox shit? I yeah, thought that you was, was about to tell me he had a sex tape or something. No, it's just, uh, it's just that he, he got, he's still into, I mean, well, this one, it ain't that. But the boy, his, his boy is pulling up to his crib. Like, Damn. I don't know how freshly the, him and his lady well, broke up. I'm, like, you but why are you egging me on? Like, how, where is this news coming from? Is this even true? Like, are you yeah, fucking it's around? true. Like, Fletcher Cox, he, he called the law. He missed practice the next day due oh, to uh, illness. Guess he was a little, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Shook shit. up from the, from the, you know I'm what I mean? tapped in on this. I, like, I, like I said, like, I don't got much to say about that, but. Man, it's not, man. Niggas, this is not the city for that. I feel you, but, you know, the Eagles is, they're a 500 team right now. And, I mean, it's it's a lot more drama than it is, like, you know, it's just a mixed bag of positives and negatives on the field, but it's a lot of negative off the field. It's all negative. What, in the city? Just about the team. Oh, for real? Yeah. Was it like that during the Super Bowl season? 
Mm-mm. Well, it, some of the Fletcher Cox, he had a run in with the uh, with another dude girl during that season too. Okay. So I mean, maybe, but it was way later in the season that it came out as news. Mm. Like it's only like week eight. Stretch my hands to you. Life like this is what your life like. Try to live the life right. People really know you push your buttons like type right. This is like a movie, but it's really very lifelike. Every single night, right? Every single fight, right? I was looking at the gram and I don't even like lights. I was screaming at my daddy, told me it ain't Christ like. I was screaming at the referee, just like Mike. Looking for a bright light. Seagull, what your life like? Riding on a white bike, feeling like a sight bike. Pressing on a gas, supernova for a night light. Screaming at my dad and he told me it ain't Christ like. But nobody never tell you when you're being like Christ Only ever seeing me, only when they need me Like if Tyler Perry made a movie for BT Searching for a deity, now you wanna see it free Now you wanna see it free, let you see it three a piece Tell me what your life like, turn it down a bright light Driving with my dad and he told me it ain't Christ-like I'm just trying to find, I've been looking for a new way I'm just really trying not to really do the fool way I don't have a cool way, being on my best though Lock up on a text though, nothing Next though, not another word, let a picture or a decimal. Wrestling with God, I don't really wanna rest so man, it's really life like everything in my life. Arguing with my dad and he said it ain't Christ like Man You know it's like Somebody only close to could get you like off your I be on my I woke up this morning, I said my prayers, I'm all doing good. I try to talk to my dad, give him some advice. He starts spazzing on me. I start spazzing back. He said, that ain't Christ-like. I said, ah! Yeah, so this, the, this, I was trying to play for y'all earlier the LO shit from TV1. And so I got it loaded up. We was having some technical difficulties, but we back at it. Hello, just first time doing cocaine. I think it was that yeah, that summer after Olympics. You know, I'm, I'm with some of my peoples, and um, I know they got it, but I ain't never. And um, this couple, uh, there must have been like some swingers going on, some. And he asked me like to hang out. I'm like, yeah, hang out? Like, you with your wife, dude? Like. Party. And so I put one and one together. My party must be something. So we just, you know, go to the bungalow. And she does it. And, you know, she wanted to do some of it off me. And I'm like, no, whatever. And she's like telling me whatever to do it and try it.
This shit out of pocket. A little out of pocket, man. <laughs> Yo, he taking it there. You got to tap into it at TV1. I love giving this backdrop. Like I said, I gave y'all the rest of it, basically, that he he wiped Taraji. And he said if he could do anything, he would. He basically is, he doubling back. He he making his amends. He said if he could do anything over, it would be the way he ended things with Taraji. He trying, he trying. He covering the, all bases. He sure. trying to make the best out of this situation. Yeah, he, he, covering, he covering all bases. I feel you. Um, That's my guy. Shout out to Elo, man. It's good to see a nigga bounce back, guys. Word. For real. I love Elo, man. Yo. So, we here at, at many of our favorite parts of the show, especially if you're a foodie. Is that egg roll for me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. So, we here at Eating With Ease. I'm about to indulge in this egg roll. Isn't he duck sauce? Yeah. Uh, the fortune cookie on deck. He's going to read the fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah, man. We can start with the Uber Eats, man. It's definitely a... Uh, it's definitely a gamble that's not really worth it, man. Right. Getting Uber Eats. I'm not a fan of it. I definitely... It's a... It's food roulette, and you shouldn't, <laughs> and you shouldn't do that with your food. Right. So I'm not cosigning <laughs> Uber Eats. Not a cosign. You still, you still cosign Grubhub. I gotta give them and DoorDash a real play, but I feel like it's gotta be the same energy. But with Uber Eats, the wheels don't even be met. The the wheels don't even be matching up. They said my man was coming through on a bike. Yeah. Like it was caviar. <laughs> I don't know where he was on. I see in a minivan. What is right? it? Postmates. I don't want to shout all these Jones out, but it don't matter. It's all love. Postmates, cavi, uh, caviar. What's the other one? Go Puff. You know what I'm saying? What's the other one? Um, I drove crazy. I wish I could. I wish I could plug it right into Puff. the. Uh, the mute button. You fumbling over this thing. Got a poncho on. I don't Wireless see headphones, Top Dog Entertainment. Yo, just you got an Apple Watch on. Just hit the is. button on your Apple Watch. What's up with you? No, that drone was coming through. I feel like off the off like the speaker. Oh, uh, it was coming through off the phone. I mean, off the computer. So look, man. You know what it is. We raw with it. We we keeping this too. I don't give a fuck. What we drinking today? We we we, we know, have we, the uh, the brown dot. The brown dot. The brown dot. The the brown dot, the, the African American Ciroc bottle. The African American Ciroc. Shout out to Diddy. Shout out to we not Ciroc boys, but we can be for a check. Um, we off the brown dot Ciroc. It is lovely. We did buy two <laughs> bottles. We bought two pints. We bought the last two pints. You know what I mean for the culture. You know what I'm saying. And this is eating with ease, man. Uh, first things first for eating with ease. I gotta give that. I gotta give Mickey D's that shout out. Ooh, it's if that did time you see? Well, I wanted. I wanted to discuss. It's <laughs> that time of year. I thought about you. The Mick Rib is the back. The Mick Rib is back. I <laughs> is was that? like, is he getting? It? Is he fucking with this? Is he? Cause yo, you the be Mick, having Mick Rib angles. The Mick Rib is back. I didn't see no fanfare. I think I talked about that on the last episode because it was definitely. Uh, they dropped the Mick Rib. 
as frequently as how they drop like the pennies. Like, <laughs> they kind of drop them jewels, but when you think about it, is they don't really drop them jewels. The McRib and they it's got a the capsule uh, collection. The McRib is a Mickey's capsule collection. <laughs> but I was gonna say that uh, it was a lady. This is a rule of thumb. Like if you got a if you got a snap on a spot that's making your food. I don't know if I still want food after I snap on them, like, but I, right. I definitely witnessed I somebody in the Wawa snap on this joint and was like, while she was making her quesadilla, still was this the same day you it. recorded that that fight. It was like I, I'm, I was on like a hot streak of Mondays where I was in a Wawa on a Monday. How do you feel about Wawa's food? Wawa's food is Trinidad. Wawa, can we switch up your food? We doing quality control all year. It's still There's no, quality, no more quality control with Wawa. Wawa. It's all convenience. And, and, and they I can give us it. different suppliers. They get, no, you're getting what you're getting. They're giving us a number. This, yeah. is what they, this is what you're getting at that number. Yeah. I get it. But they number is a premium number, like it's but it at it, retail, but not for them. Oh, when no, they definitely not up, for them. What? When they get to the retail, of course. Come on, Doug. This it's, is not it's, that. It's at a, a seven, is this no, an economics podcast? Why why be like, come in here and take whatever you want. <laughs> this shit is marked up to the max. To the max. So as soon as a nigga buy three of these, he brought the whole pack. You whole know what I mean? And there's sure. 30 of them Jones in here. For sure. So if you buy 50% of these Jones, we exceeded our margins. For sure. You buy 70% of these Jones and 30% of y'all niggas taking, coming in here taking donuts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> walking out niggas, with That's another shit. thing. If you want to really talk, why, why, if you want to do if you want to eat it with ease, Wawa special, <laughs> I could go for 20 minutes on Let's the Wawa. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to egg you on. I'm like trying the Wawa, the Wawa theft is, is at No, 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 no. At, I'm not trying to go there. We everybody not Everybody is stealing everything in Wawa. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to go there. Like, cause this grandma I'm stealing you shit. This little kid stealing shit. I'm some dry snitching. No, why would I know that they steal shit? They don't do nothing. It's shrinkage. They don't do nothing. They shrinkage. They do something. They don't do nothing. They do do something in some stores. They be having. They do. They be having hands-on top-flight security in some stores. Some stores get police officers. I just told you what they do. They calculate that shit into the price of everything. Yeah, they do. Nigga, you get get a they penny damn candy. Sure do. You get a penny candy in there for fifteen cent. Facts. Imagine what they doing to every other product. Facts. Them is penny candies. Right. At the counter, them little Reese cups, a nickel tops. They like, yo, it's a quarter for. Nigga, at four a.m. Of course, it's a quarter for them at four a.m. Yeah, they nickel with a dime, whatever you think they so are. So why was not taking time, no but, losses? They getting mm-hmm. a clear wholesale number. For and sure, it and doesn't they, matter. This is like, yo, whatever. The black we're business, y'all. The black business model. We're getting y'all. Y'all not getting us. <laughs> so the black please, business hold model. off on all that, cause let my people eat, man. I'm just everybody's saying, that's eat, the... everybody's good. Ease. <laughs> everybody's good. Niggas don't want to hear you getting up. Uh, the, niggas don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was saying was, I don't feel comfortable if. Uh, if I snap on somebody at a restaurant and then because they messed my order up yeah. and to make my shit right, unless you at hibachi, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe I don't feel it nowhere, but I feel you because it's like it's right in front of you. It's right in front of you, Chipotle. You might want to snap on somebody and then be oh. like, no, and point I and shit. I said and point at the black beans and All shit. Right. I'm not doing that. Right. I'm not gonna do that. If I gotta snap to that level at somebody that's making my food, I don't. 
I don't want a meal from him. Like, yeah, I'm the out. vibes is off. If you fuck my shit, I'm out. I'm taking what you gave me, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's just how I feel. But it was crazy because I seen somebody snap. Uh, it was a it was a footage that leaked that was a lady snapped on a, like uh, somebody either she snapped on the employee or the manager, but the end game was the manager grabbed the blender and threw that shit at her, hit her in the head with the blender. That shit reminded me of when the Popeyes chicken sandwich just sold out. A boy walked down the drive through without a whip and went through the window of the drive through going ham on him. Like, yo, what you mean you don't got no more of these joints? He went ham on somebody ham through the window? Through the window. That's nutty. That's what, I mean, it's crazy because, like, as an employee of those establishments, if you react, like, you don't have a job anymore. So I don't know how bad you need this job. Somebody put hands on you at the one of them type jobs and you put hands back. You fired mo- most times. Yo. Speaking of Popeyes, if Popeyes give you a chicken and waffle. I think they did that already. They no, did it. The waffle no. wasn't right. That's what I'm saying. That was KFC. Oh, oh okay. And so now DQ got one. Dairy Queen? Yeah, I had it. A waffle cone? You had a waffle, a waffle cone and chicken? No, it's a waffle. That's what they should pump. They should stick to their roots and just... They give you a chicken finger. They give you a, a chicken, a Seven Eleven ass chicken finger, <laughs> and a two like a few waffle bites. You know what I'm saying? Like, why aren't they incorporating ice cream into it? Why ooh, wouldn't they stick to what they this do? Is why this, this is eating with ease. Dairy Queen, like, ooh. do they need the? Do they need me to advise? This is free game, yeah, Dairy Queen. Free game. You could have did a waffle cone and chicken tenders. <laughs> And people would have been more intrigued. Yeah, like you it would have been, or you could just do the waffle cone with the waffle, and you know what I'm <laughs> right, you could because the waffles is really waffles. They like waffles, pillow. and they was hitting. Taste wise, they was. It was the portion. What was the chicken off. tender hitting for? It was below. It was a real like Murray. It wasn't even Murray. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't even Murray's level. I don't know if Mur- I <laughs> see the thing is because you could say Murray's level and somebody might hold that shit high as a Murray's level, right. like you know what I'm saying, like right. that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know what you mean by saying Murray's. I, that's why I had to stop, nigga, because I do hold Murray's in that esteem. They personal pan deep dishes. I've been to Chicago. Is if Murray is Murray's from Chicago? Because they personal fan single serve deep dishes is better than Red Baron. My fucking is Murray still out here in the markets? Yeah. Okay. They sell their product. They don't have the retail stores no okay. more. They was they was so heavy that they could off their own shit with a retail store at one point. Shout out to Ed Pips. He trying to get to that level. Like he bought Ed that. Hips is at that level. He. He got the processing plant. It's okay. in Alney. Yeah, I know. They was you was talk, we, I think we talking about it, it was getting a Walmart, a Walmart deal. Right. The Walmart deal. I don't know if it's yeah. official. It is. This shit is in there. I've been. It's in there. At Walmart. Yeah, I've been getting Hips from. You can get it in there. Oh, okay. They got guy shows. They got Hips. Okay. Especially in like the hood Walmart's. That's what I was saying. I was talking about national distribution. That's what we were yeah, talking well, about. I don't know. I, I know that that nigga is a legend. You know what I'm saying? In the turkey <laughs> right, bacon we, game. We know, we know in that. In the city to beat bacon game. 
We know that. We know that. In the city, his recipe is off, but that's a different story. It still t- it still tastes good, but we in a different <laughs> era. Niggas would gotta you, clean that shit up. Would you would you snap on somebody and then like watch them make the order like at a Chipotle or like a uh, Yo, Q-Dover? I watched the Nissy Hustle clip and niggas was eating Bon Appetit in the world cause I <laughs> I fucking lost it. <laughs> I said, yo, these niggas is too trail. <laughs> these niggas was drinking cone jar, eating fucking bone appetite in the world. I'm like, okay. that shit from the West Coast, though. <laughs> That's they shit. Right. They getting that shit over here like we getting a tasty cake. Speaking of tasty cake, shout out to Dollar Tree for getting it right, giving the single serve. Fuck the dollar seventy nine three pack it's of crimpin. It's a dollar. So we on it. E and we easily giving it to you first. You is corner store days. We here. You know, before the poppy store was the corner store for some niggas. You know what I'm saying? We a part of the era where the poppies wasn't heavy in the hood quite yet. So the poppies got they tasty cakes for the dollar too, though, right? They got dollar packs. The poppies do it different ways. They they sell you the shit that's not suggested for individual retail. Mm. So they giving you they they break that shit down. <laughs> N- niggas niggas got. It. But what you I'm saying get how is, they live. you go to the dollar store. That shit say a dollar on the pack, like, right? Or if it don't say nothing, you know they a yank, right? I'm about to go grab after this. Is every juniors, crimpets. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. This is wild in the Body Appetit Studios for you to be stabbing <laughs> on the Tasty Cakes like this. But I am wild for this because Tasty Cakes, fuck Tasty Cakes because they moved that shit out the hood. That shit used to be on Ridge, Ridge and Hunted Park. I mean, off of, uh, yeah, off of, off of Hunted Park in Allegheny. Yo. And they moved that shit to the Naval Yards, man, giving me the corporate. Took the identity away, took the, took the workers from the community really out of there. You know, it's trash, man. Fuck it. They, yo, but the, the pecan squirrels, the recipe is bad. I had a two. I, I ran into a boy who uh, distributes Tasty Cakes like in West Philly. Yeah. He had two packs of pecan swirls. Ooh. They was fire. Exclusive. Super exclusive They got them cake. right. They, yo, they overdo it with the cinnamon this, on them joints. And the, them joints is right. The six pack is crazy, but like, you giving me the two pack? That was fire. The six pack for the Yank is where it's at all day. Is they fresh though? Are you catching fresh? Super batches? fresh. Yo, I fucking the I could eat two packs of them Jones Dolo Damn. if I don't have to have no other snacks in the day, but I can have them Jones. Damn. Them Jones with some milk, cuz. I feel you. Shout out to Tasty Cake, I guess. Live from the Bon Appetit. No, I shout Studios. out to Dollar shout Tree for giving us Dollar Tasty Cake. Shout out to Dollar Tasty Tree for the Dollar Tasty, Tasty Cake. Cake. But I see Dollar Tasty Cakes everywhere I go. They so overpriced like Tasty Cakes and moved them out the hood. So you literally marked your shit up. And once you was getting money for it, you, that's just a U-Haul uh, storage joint. Now, I was a Tasty Cake factory. You give us a, a market with Jeff. Shout out to Jeff Brown. I've, I've been a part of projects he was a part of. But he's giving us a supermarket where shit's overpriced in there. He's giving us Wawa numbers. Right. He has access because he got Saudi in there with the seafood salad. But like I said, he, you know, his price point in there is just a little, it's a, it's, it's a little, it's controversial. You know what I'm saying? 
I, but that's what I'm saying. You might as well go to Whole Foods shopping. People don't be digging that, but you might as well order it off Amazon. Shop at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. You shop in my motherfucking Jeff Brown shop, right? Because he knows what that market's like, and he's getting the highest level of hood, hood dollar f- for his products. You know what I'm saying? He, his margins is crazy. His margins is at that level. He act like he the hood Whole Foods. Like I thought you was about to say the hood Hove. No, no, nah, the hood <laughs> Whole Foods. His name Jeff Brown. He got the game mastered. That's we off it, the we off the negro. We off the. Uh, I went to. Uh, go ahead. No, you the, got it. We. I went to Giants Rose Pork this week, mm-hmm. man. I made that play. I made that lunchtime push for uh-huh. the for the steak sandwich. Uh-huh. Let me get that egg roll, yo. Is it, it was, an egg roll? Yeah, I, I told him to make it shrimp. It, I don't know what is it, it is. Shrimp? I'm gonna eat these away. I'm a baruka I don't, you know, it's, I don't know it's what it's like. What, what happened to the days of the Huskies, you know? They gave us a <laughs> snack bite, you know? I put two of these in here. But, yeah, I went to John's Rose Pork. The sandwich was fire mm-hmm. as as it should have been, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was as expected. It didn't miss. Um, it was you, just, what sandwich you get? I just got a cheese stick. Mmm. John's Roast, I'm always so tempted to get the chicken cheese. I am too, but I just can't. Like, they whipped up like four of them. So I should, I wanted to get, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to get the, the black and white. Mm. I wanted to get those. Just, you know, so. But it was like, I don't need to do all of that. A chicken and beef. Yeah. What cheese? Facts. You need Guy Fieri in your background. You need to have him sample that with you. Oh, he, mm, whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll have Fieri in the kitchen with you. <laughs> A black and white Rose John. Has Fieri ever been to John's Rose Pork? I'm sure he had to go. John's Rose Pork, hidden gem in the city. Keep it, keep it. Where's the quality of a John's Rose pork in, in 2019? The same quality that it's been. Like, it's it's high quality. Mm-hmm. A lot of integrity in their sandwiches over there. Like, I can't say nothing bad about them. Like, they really, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You taking me. Do John's Rose pork make hoagies? I don't think so. Best hoagies in Philly, that's where I was going. Where is the best hoagies? I got Richie's down 11th Street. Richie's down 11th and what? 11th and Federal. I got to try them. I don't think I ever had them. Shout out to DJ Deference. My nigga. He put you on? He ain't put me on, but he was. You was already on and he. I had it before, but I wasn't on it. I stopped in there one time because I was riding around. I used to, you know, I'm Philly. I'm in like that was I was riding around in Philly for years, so South Philly not really my territory, but I'd be down there. So I wanted a hoagie one time I pulled up on it like that. He doubled back with me and let me know it was a staple. I ain't had a gauge for it, but I definitely had grabbed a hoagie out of there. It's old it was like Pagano's. Oh, it's a husky joint. It's a serve it's an assembly line for the joint. Okay. It's like a two-man, it's the old, like how Max uses a two, three-man assembly line for the joint, depending on the traffic. Right. You know, actually what you want, but the, 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 
it's crucial in there because it's how they deliver it. They, they way to meet up. You know what I'm saying? Right. That joint official. That's the best tasting authentic Philly hoagie I had in a while. It's better than the Primos. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's more, it's more, Primos is more best alternative hoagie. It's not like a real Philly hoagie. It's, they're giving you variations and they're giving you their style. That's a, that's a chain. That's, they're not giving you the old neighborhood. It might be a variation. So Richie's is on an Amoroso roll? Is that what? Yeah, it might be. It's on a local <laughs> roll, though. It's on a local bakery roll for sure. Right. I'm not sure if it's Amoroso. Yo. So that's getting my, they getting my best hoagie. I had that hoagie within the past three months. I'm going to have to give them a play. I don't yeah. have a best hoagie because it's just like, I mean, I have Or some, top hoagie spots. Like I've had some okay ones. Um, the joint on Bro Street. Um, in the Northeast, I can't think of the name of it. It was all right. It's, I don't think that's Marinucci's. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, fuck it. I know. So that's my thing about Wawa, though. Since we still here, a Wawa hoagie is like it's a, terrible. It's definitely terrible. It's just it's terrible. It's just clutch it. It's never between, clutch. You can't order no meat from Wawa. You just told me you got a cheesesteak. Cheese I hours. tried to do. A, I tried to really go there because they got the wet peppers. They got the wet hot pepper. <laughs> but what? I tried. What I had to no, show them how to make it. I'm like, there's yo, no griddle. You can't make it for yeah, me. There's just no look, griddle. put everything on there. Put the cheese on the top and let the cheese melt on it. They was like, oh, they was melting the cheese on the roll. I'm like, no. Put the mayonnaise on the roll. Throw the chicken on there. And when you go to throw it in the oven, <laughs> throw the cheese on top so it melt down. Give me some swag. Let me, at least let me blend it with the fork like the Alessandro. Let me get some of my shit. Let me get some of the nuances off in the cheesesteak If game. I got to coach you up like that to make it, it's too much. It's wild, I already wild. lost. It's in a potluck pot. I already pot. lost. It's, it's right, it's in a potluck pot. So if they don't know to make it like that, then I already lost already. If, you, if they don't just... If they if their instinct isn't to cook it up like that, right. then I lost already. I feel you. <laughs> I'm just saying like, <laughs> all right. So this is where I'm at. What I'm giving you Philly favors, but we going in categories. So like, I asked you best hoagie. I want like, if you got any food truck favors, because I. I got some reminiscent food truck favorites, but I don't have none off the rip. Off the, like, that right now, I don't have a food truck favorite. I got to go to another night market. Shout out mm-hmm. to the night markets, but I really feel like I haven't really, you know, dibbled and dabbled in a right. food truck in a while. Right. Like, I'm never just, you know. And I haven't either, so I had some reminiscent joints. Like, I used to go to the NYSP camp back in the day at Temple. And Temple was one of the places that introduced me to food trucks. We're talking in the 90s, late 90s, mid 90s, whatever. Right. They had this uh, pizza truck. Everybody used to always have pizza from this truck. So I went to the pizza truck one. This joint was on right across the street from the Leacore Center in the middle of the block, right in front of the lawyer, the law school, the BZ School of Law. Um, <clears throat> they got this pizza truck. She was blue and white. Dog, they had the best deep dish pizza, like the best pan pizza of your life. They had like the highest level of what 
Pizza Hut was giving you with the pan pizza and Pizza Hut's Prime. <laughs> and they was giving you slices. They was giving you, uh, you know, an eighth of a pie slices with husky slices. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. For a yank. For the yank. For the yank. When I finally got to college, that truck wasn't there. <laughs> they was undercutting their own self. Shit should have been two fifty a slice. All right. Um, I worked on when I got the car. I worked on Jeff, the, niggas who he was an old head with a halal food truck. Jeff the chef. I used to run his food truck. I used to run the rush when I get out of class. I come so I could have some cash and some work. So all my youngest who listen to the bloomers, all y'all up and comers under me, under us. I had a trap. I had a food truck that I was getting money on. I had a work-study job on the books, and they would throw me extra hours, so I was getting, like, real, like, a whatever's under salary hours. I was getting the hours niggas wasn't getting because I would take them. You feel me? Right. So if you need books, you pay for them, you get them. You know what I mean? You need shit for class. You know, you got to hustle. <clears throat> my earliest food truck, so my food truck favorites is real. Temple bias just because they introduced me to him. But my segue for you is I've been off of, I've been French fry, I've been fast food French fry free for 13 days. <laughs> I'm halal truck wide right now. I'm, I'm, I'm rice and falafel wide. I'm rice and fish. <laughs> um, I'm rice and chicken and lamb. I'm rice and chicken and falafel. You feel like that's healthier? <laughs> I don't know. You get the, do you get the white sauce? A, I do get the white sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Extra white. Extra white sauce. <laughs> the way niggas order. I was grabbing a loud truck. I had a loud truck for breakfast. The way niggas grab a loud truck and they wait for that moment where they can, oh yeah, you you red sauce no, white sauce yeah, yeah. Extra, 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 extra white sauce extra please white extra white sauce <laughs> niggas be, dog it's so crazy I want to put y'all on to, I put see shout out to the ones on the campus, the campus be ahead of the game sometimes like, you go to the food trucks on the campus. They all take the card. I want the Drexel campus, Temple campus. They take the card. Born Hunting Park, where allegedly the best halal truck is ever. That's the best one. Best one. Broad and Hunting Park. Been about that shit for five to ten years, cuz. Broad and Hunting Park. Broad it's Hunting like Park. three on that corner though. There's the one in the middle in front of the Walgreens. that got the pickup truck on the curb. Okay. And they got they they got the cart tinted out. <laughs> from the street, you, they don't even want you to see him in it. Damn. All right, I'm a, I'm a, I've been, I've been itching to, because you want to know why I've been itching because one of the best places I ever got the halal truck was at. You might not feel me on this, but the one of the best places I ever got it was uh, down at uh, Frankfurt and Gerard, and oh. they threw uh, olives on that joint. Oh yeah, I like when they can switch it up. So yeah, so whenever I get that joint, there, I would. I throw olives on. I have my own olives. I throw my own olives on there. But John don't have it. I gotta eat that John with olives. My most recent favorite halal truck memory of that was a nigga. It was like chickpeas. 
I said, oh, yeah, I'll get some chickpeas. Right, I don't rock with the chickpeas, though. Well, I will for the protein and just right. to have that other option. Right, I get that. but That was olives. a good switch up. Most niggas but, don't oh, offer that. Oh, the olives and feta cheese, Ooh. excuse me. I, I got to give you both. That's, That's a great salad. That's Mediterranean. I throw that drone on every, every, any halal truck that I'm giving. If I can't have feta, that's what they had there. They had feta cheese and olives. I'm like, oh, shit. I'll give y'all my Let's smoke, bro. Let's smoke. I'll give you, you my. You got the other. Like, I, I got the W. Our, my joint is when they be like, oh, solid. I be like, no, but I always eat the salad. Though. I get tomato and cucumbers. That's my yeah, shit. Definitely. So they was giving me feta cheese with that. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I, uh, so I always add, I self add that. I was getting the halal truck every day. Pause. My, uh, final days with the city of Philadelphia. So pause this, right? <laughs> That's crazy. So pause this, right? But the Broad Hunter Park, John, when you ask for, you don't have to ask for extra white sauce. They got a three headed white sauce. Dispenser, <laughs> so it's when it come when it when it when you it comes out it's three times the amount. There's no need to ask for extra. <laughs> they marinating the chicken in a biodegradable bag. They wear gloves. It's two people, you know what I'm saying? It's chicken and onions in the bag, marinating. They dumping it on the grill. They cooking it up like it's a Maxie's cheesesteak. Max's cheesesteak. <laughs> what it should be. <laughs> Niggas get real serious about cheesesteaks in Philly. Because let's take it back. There's a certain point where we can go to Maxi's and not be let down. <laughs> He's laughing, but he know it's true. Right. There's a certain point where you didn't even have to be loyal to Maxi's. You could go to Maxi's in the clutch and be like, damn, I'm glad I made this move. Right. I made a Max's move and it was clutch though. So, I mean, it still got clutch capacity too. How it. many drinks did you have that day? Uh, See? <laughs> You wasn't just getting it on the strength of it. Damn, I want this being the mill. No, it was a it was, it was a, a late night clutch move. move. Exactly. Right, it was a late night clutch move. Geno's and Pat's, what they lack in taste, they give in quality. Maxie's top taste, low quality. Like they got the flavor now, but like. They got the presentation there. They got the presentation well, down. They got the, uh, they got the smell down when you pull up. Kevin Hart's on the side of the joint. There's a bar down there, clock bar next door. And they got showmanship on the grill. Showmanship on the grill. But for those of us from the era from Philly, y'all not getting what we was privy to. We brand loyal. We staying loyal. Because that's what we know. Them shit seen better days, though. Everybody knows. But so is Delisandro's. So is Delisandro's. Delisandro's getting too much traffic. They might want to. They might want to get a food truck or something. I ain't saying get a food truck right outside. I know what you like. Just to manage the crowd. Like I might be giving y'all a real blessing, Delisandro's. If they get a food if truck, if you don't gotta get a second location, keep it trail. But if you really want to, if you really want Chubby's to get no money off cheese, <laughs> they gotta they gotta expand on their corner. Get a school bus size food truck to pump on. You know what I'm saying? They like, definitely should close and remodel and rebuild that joint just a little bit bigger. They bro, need a it's bit. a space. It's a bottom. It's a basement of a house of a narrow row home, a corner house on Henry Ave. Like, that shit ain't, it's, you can't do nothing to it. It is what it is. It is what it is. The expansion, just, it was no plan for expansions. As many as these Jones we could make. They need to have a limit then. They're going to walk away and come back. They if need you're to. smart, you go there like me and E used to go there off-peak hours and have it our way, build a rapport, 
They know how we like our cheesesteaks. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't feel like it's an off-peak time now. It still be light in there on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mm. It still be light. It was raining earlier. Oh, it, it rained. It been slow in there. Right. I know they not grubhubbing they shit. Can't. Yeah, yeah, break Grubhub like Beyonce be breaking the internet when she drop her track list. You know what I mean? No way they Grubhubbing it. No way. They don't take cards. <laughs> like, they don't They don't want you to see none of this braided. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's 60 people out here. We only sold 10 sandwiches, man. Yo, what what, what are we, what, what we offer? What is this? Gorilla Glue. Sir, it's there. It's in there. The preview is epic. <clears throat> yes, sir. So, late bloomers, once again, shout out to the Philadelphia, uh, not the you know, Philly Soft Pretzel Factory Wadsworth location. You know, Bon Appetit, PLCB Dot. Yo, shout out to, like I said, shout out to L.O. This nigga made it back from the dead, cuz. Shout out to you for being, like, five episodes so it was Floyd free. Like, you <laughs> <laughs> you give me no money team updates. Like, <laughs> like, what's going on over there? You don't got nothing for me over there. Floyd been quiet, man. When Floyd get quiet, I get quiet. <laughs> but shout out, yo, speaking of, we can talk the boxing shit, man. Yo, speed, what's your speedy recovery to Errol Spence, the champ? You know what I mean? Was in a crazy accident. Oh, speaking of car accidents, yo, was a Kevin Hart sighting? Uh, Kevin Hart, of course, Hove. Kevin Hart's out post-car post accident. First person he's out with, H.O., OG H.O., like, he out there with Hove. So I guess I'm not, it's not a Hove-free episode for me. I think I got about two or three Hove mentions. For sure. We... I average about two or three Hove mentions per episode. <laughs> I think I was thinking earlier, I was like, yo, do they be I like do they pay to be mentioned this much? I feel like they invest in that. <laughs> I feel like they invest in that. I do. You know what I mean? Like, cause I feel everything like they costs. Don't, they don't I have... do, but everything costs. Especially at that level. You pay to be advertised at that level. I, and I got put onto that game because when I was interning, I you know we used to get the like Hollywood Boulevard. You got to pay for spots for artists. Niggas eighteen thousand for like three minutes, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just for to get Sunset Boulevard. You know what I mean? Right. Nigga, what? You doing a month campaign of that? Nigga, you running it up just off one corner? That's that's the promo. So niggas talk that promo for the albums is real when you got a deal. Right. Because the niggas give you a million dollars just to record the shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Nipsey said, tell him keep the advance distributed and market my label. So I caught the J-Stone so I can get into that too. Because, you know, I, got, I caught the J-Stone No Jumper Adam 22 No okay. Jumper interview. J-Stone was sweating bullets in that jump. But like I said, there's a lot of shit going on in LA. J-Stone probably really didn't want to do that interview. But the rap side of him had to for business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, man, all money in, they together. That shit was together. So, Nip was really, man, look, Pac-Man could drop that. I'm like, damn, I was looking at it the other day. I'm like, damn, them niggas could have been ready to do a tour, cuz, because the nigga Pac-Man nice, J-Stone nice. 
Cuzzy Capone, he the OG of that. He was really like the nigga that was on the MySpace type era. You know what I'm saying? Right. Copy Supreme is kind of like that. Copy Supreme got better over the years. Really like a Beanie Siegel type of nigga. Mm-hmm. Got a unique flow for a West Coast nigga. You know what I'm saying? Real flashy, get money type, bruiser type nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got Lil Cotty P. Lil Cotty PGE. You got the boy uh, Bino, uh, Bino uh, Rideau. Them niggas is them niggas is tight. You got the boy. I'm chiefing too. My bad. Yeah. You got the boy. Um, they put. You know they got a lot of joints. They got the mustard YG connect. But just in terms of all money in, like he could he could have just. I don't. I just see that shit in hindsight now. Obviously it's hindsight, but like I said, they even still could put a little tour together and hit certain spots. They got enough music. You got Dom Kennedy connected to that. Niggas got drinks with Don Kennedy. It's a lot of shit going on, people. So, niggas is mad. So, I saw that uh, All Money BH, Boss Hustle, Hoggy Hustle, um, the game had made, the game made a line called Prolific Records. He made a company called Prolific Records. He got a t-shirt line called Prolific. And, um, they Who did really, this? The game. The game. Yeah, the game got cornrows now. And the game got a record company called Prolific Records and a merch company called Prolific. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> so You're not going to say it? Say what? That he a vulture? But see, like, it's a fine line because, like, I, don't, I can't judge what he doing because he could really be inspired by the shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And he, he said he talked to Black Sam about the shit, so... We'll see, but I don't. That shit clearly don't sit well with some of Nipsey niggas. Like, but he said he got the okay from Black Sam, or he t- at least talked to him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But then he was getting. The only thing I see about it is that he's managed by Wack 100, a nigga who don't really be speaking highly in that. But just because he managed by him, don't mean he shared the same sentiment as him. But at the same time, it's still something that I, 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 I um, you know, that's out there that's visible that you can really see. But you know the game got uh, cornrows now, so he said he him and Davies is gonna go at it. See, gonna have the most hang time, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's where it's at. Okay. That's where it's at on that side. All right, I I got nothing on that. Yeah, but when I listen to hip hop, I'm listening to the shit that's real right now in the West. Like the A is real, but most of the niggas from the A live in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Most of the niggas that live, most of the niggas that is from the A, that's Atlanta rappers, they be out of L.A. all the time. That's okay. where the game is at. You know what I'm saying? So, the game is in L.A. No pun intended. I I think a lot of the game, well, I don't know. That's where niggas be at. Like, niggas you got right. the cribs out there. Drake got a crib out there. Like, niggas be out there. Right. Everybody got a crib in L.A. Hove, everybody. <clears throat> So, you know. So, what's up? Just to get your solidified opinion real quick <laughs> on Kawhi Leonard, man. You say it's real. You not, you buy, he definitely the best player in the league right now. Yeah, the reigning. The reigning best player Fucking in the league. Hell yeah. Anybody who's going to doubt that, anybody, yo, see, this is going to, I don't beat you, I don't even throw my niggas' names out there, but you know who you are. Talking about LeBron still better than a sixty game LeBron is not better than motherfucking Kawhi Leonard last season. 
I'm not talking. People think about LeBron. LeBron and think about his big picture. Like, no, you take LeBron moment for moment. LeBron is trying to master this moment himself. Right. So I'm gonna take him at this moment. Come on, man. Kawhi is doing what he. Nigga, you saw the game. <laughs> when Kawhi started to go to work, the game changed. <laughs> no, you got like for me, like because I already be telling, I already be saying, like, yo, I'm a LeBron guy. I was a yeah. LeBron guy, super LeBron. I don't know if I'm it's a LeBron. A like, I'm not a LeBron. Uh, caper no more like so it's just like it is what it is like I like LeBron but obviously in this moment right now like I remember I remember when niggas were saying Steph and I'm saying they they gave Steph the crown over Brian he earned it but you know I'm saying then Brian got it back Brian got it back but that's attributes to Steph Curry greatness because who he had to get it back from Steph Curry right a nigga who had it so that's Steph Curry whole career. So you so don't mean to tell so, me so niggas that, to tell me like uh, to revise that like that was just a flash in the pan and actually no. it was Brian the whole time. No, I don't. I don't subscribe to that neither because that's why I be telling you about Kobe because I remember when you was Kobe struggle first. You know what I'm saying Kobe over AI. It yeah, was a year was that AI. Before. It was a it was a year where AI when had he earned it. right. He but got the MVP but Kobe too. But Kobe got the chip though. But Kobe, if you look at Kobe numbers, his shit was right there too. Right. But what AI meant for a city, that's when the NBA had that shit on the money. They was marketing AI because they like, well, this nigga is in an untapped market. This is a major city. This nigga AI, they only won like forty eight games. They ain't won fifty fucking games. It was like you know what I'm saying. It was all that blue collar rocky shit. You know what I'm saying? Underdog right. shit. Yeah, that <clears> was <throat> tough. That was, I mean. That's but I'm that's saying. I just remember it like that. I don't. But it's like a longevity thing. When it's the longevity involved, then I I get it. But like it's like Kawhi doesn't have any longevity. Yes, he does. He has a Finals MVP off LeBron when LeBron was in his fucking prime on the Heat. Right. So do Iggy. That's though. mad. Nigga, it was these the Iggy niggas Iggy style MVP. No, it wasn't. He was getting buckets on LeBron. He Iggy, so was Iggy. No, he was. He averaged like eleven that series. It was eleven. Is that the same? He ain't, he only averaged eleven. He ain't averaged nothing more crazy. He ain't averaged. I think he did. Aver- he didn't no. average a dub. I think it was something no, crazier than eleven. All right, we'll just do it right now. We'll but it. um, keep talking though. But yeah, the Kawhi thing, I I understand. Uh, but I I definitely subscribe to the Kawhi is. To me, I didn't get to say this. I was on the four 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 podcast. I don't know when that's going to drop, but I forgot to mention it. But he's Benny. Blanca from the Bronx. Have you seen Carlito's way? Like, Carlito is Brian. Carlito is the man. But I'm not it, taking that away from him, but these is niggas' moments. They got their moments when LeBron's supposed to be the man they're winning chips off this nigga. So he's not invisible. He's not out here. People love the idea and thought of LeBron. These niggas won chips in the LeBron era, so what does that make them? If LeBron is so great and they're winning chips in his era... These niggas have to have some level of greatness that affects for them in a positive way a fucking crazy To me, it outcome. always means it's a team game and you got to bring players. You can't just bring a player. No. no. I, I, it is, but the niggas don't act like this is double standard. It's like a two-edged sword. You say nothing about LeBron. Niggas act like it's, you say it's a team game, but niggas act like it's all about LeBron. When the team is winning, oh, it's because of LeBron. When the team ain't winning, oh, it's because LeBron ain't playing. Like, no, like, when LeBron, like, let's watch this season this season. And, you know, it's, you know, he got to get off the point. I've been saying that for three, four years. I've been saying that. That's why Kyrie used to have games with 30 and not passing the ball because, nigga, he feel like, man, listen, this nigga LeBron got the rock all the time. He the one passing. 
fuck it. I'm just gonna get buckets. Right. He's a point guard. A nigga with maybe multiple games, 30 points with no assists, one assist, three assists. That's what's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You got, like, uh, uh, I like the Pelicans. I told you earlier, that's my sleeper team. That's my upset team. Is Zion going to be, like, a healthy player? That's what you really got. I don't you know. Really it's it's already, nigga, it was one game, two games. I mean, this is early, but, I mean, it's, you know. It's one game, two games. i just saying, like, uh. Zion is super talented like MB was. MB, you had to wait like two years Damn. to really get into MB. And even now, still, it's still uh, not a full season. He's not an all 82 guy. Right. So I don't know. Like Zion coming through like that, it just put it in perspective. But I just hope that one day he could put it all together. And somebody else who uh, you hope they could put it all together is Markel Fultz. You seen the heat back out here? Yeah, I was just thinking about him. Because Trey Young was getting busy on that nigga. But like I said, um, Trey Young is an ex- uh, exceptional talent. Trey. Markel, Markel Fultz is too. But it's good to see Markel Fultz got a role in a lane in Orlando. He's going to get it together in Orlando. That's what's up. I he hope he does. He's a cat. He don't stand out out there. He's not bigger than his environment out there. For real, in Philly. You got to be smooth. see Ben Simmons, he's trying to be smooth. You want to play the club. You want to be the anti-Meek Mills. You want to be in the mix. You know what I mean? Meek got Meek got Nikki. I got I got motherfucking Kendall Jenner. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in. Right. He, live, he giving you that all-American Philly. So he giving you that Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? Right. He the Australian. Ben he's Simmons, Australian give me some love, prince. baby. You the Australian Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he playing. He playing it well, nigga. He got they giving you tray balls. He giving niggas is hype about him in the tray ball in the preseason. We right, yo, we are so. Game. This is why the, these are just the same fans that are hype about Ben Simmons hitting one tray ball in the preseason are the same fans that think LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. Motherfuckers is drunk. <laughs> Y'all tripping? You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Flawless player, a flashy player. Kawhi has Michael Jordan intangibles. The claw. Phil Jackson said the only difference between Michael Jordan and Kobe is are their hands. Kawhi Leonard has comparable hands to Michael Jordan. You see how his post is less flashy, but he's always posting fading away. It's Michael Jordan like taking the best defender. He just to me he's just more he's just more Scottie Pippen playing. He's Michael Jordan effective though. And it was some mm-hmm. Michael Jordan moves. But he's playing. Right. But he's going to give you a Michael Jordan mid-range. He's going to bring it up like Scotty with no crossover, but still somehow gets you the basket. He might give you a little bit-bit and get right by you. That's Scotty Pippen shit. You know what I'm saying? But he's smooth like Mike. Scotty Pippen was a little bit more raw, but he was effective. Right. <clears throat> they the craziest. Like, Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan, that's the craziest, like, wing guard you could ever have, dog. Clearly. Like, these niggas was really, like, alter egos of each other. Like, Michael Jordan is like, nigga, I could guard anybody out here and cook anybody out here. And then Scottie Pippen was, like, 6'9 and could do the same thing. Right. It just looked different. Like, I'm trying to pull up Iggy, his finals MVP stats. They not up here. You couldn't find him. All right, I can't find him, nigga. You ain't putting the cap let's, on this. Let's shit. close that one out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's, let's, let's close that one out. Dude. Are we going to talk about fire boxes? Do you ever talk about fire boxes? Uh, Kiki White on the fire box list. She uh, she got like nine kids. What does that mean? What? I ain't know that. You ain't know that. 
Kiki. Oh, Kiki. Why? I was thinking about Kiki Palmer. I was like, damn, that shit was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> pocket, so they won 72 and 10. No, they won 73 and 9, right? 73 and 9, not the year they won the chip. Right. That was talking about the year before that. Right. But, um, do you have any. What did I say he averaged? 11. No, he didn't. But he still. What average. did he average? See, this is why it's crazy. See, you just won't his... say it. Well, I just told you Melo averaged 18, and nigga said that was horrible. This nigga AE won Finals MVP, averaged 16, mm-hmm. four assists and six rebounds. But LeBron only made 38 percent of his shots, compared to 44 percent without Iguodala. Right. So he, he was locking him up or making him take challenges shots. I feel like LeBron averaged 40 in that shit. Right. Crazy, <laughs> like, like they were saying he should have won this, it. Like, no, he lost. Right, they were saying he should have won this. He's supposed to be, cause MJ, this shit doesn't happen. This is why, and this is why you can't say that. He should know why say he should have won it if he lost. You don't know why they were saying that because it's like was saying Steph, Carl Malone should have won it with Curry's MVP to win, like, and he didn't win it. Like, it was like this. But that's because of the dynamic that y'all put on LeBron. He had MVP numbers ever twenty six. Y'all, the, the niggas, the niggas, it's always all about LeBron. He was a victim to the circumstance. He, it's always about them. This nigga Iggy held LeBron in this. Oh, this nigga must be the MVP. Right. Me? Okay. It's always LeBron by I, default. I just remember watching them games. I just don't remember Steph Curry. Like, I he, feel like. He averaged 26. Oh, we pull this up. We pull this up. I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm just saying he averaged 26. He did well enough in his role. And playing a role, he's, you know, whatever. You got it. You know it's just something that I always say is that the Warriors team, that team was a front-running team. Like, it always was a front-running team. Like, they, you know, I mean, it is what it they is. They built it from the ground up, though, too. For sure. Yeah, and they got the, they got Mark Jackson out of there when he was the one to get Clay the synergy between. He, he honed in the synergy between Clay and the stuff and showed them how they should play with each other, and they perfected that shit. Then you just brought in a nigga who just shoot, shot threes when the nigga passed it to him, and he got all the glory. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no disrespect to Steve Kerr. He had some game winners, but it was because MJ passed it to him. But Steve The Kerr. ironies. The yeah. ironies. Because niggas talk about overall, but MJ averaged six. MJ did not have to come down with the ball every time and average six assists, six rebounds, 30 points, shooting jump shots. Precision shit, you know what I mean? It's just the way it looks. It's the presentation. But, like, in his era, of course, LeBron's the best of this era. But, like, we have to respect it, our history and where we come from because LeBron does. And all the shit we say about LeBron, this is why we love LeBron because he's humble and he doesn't believe what we say. He believes in himself. You feel what I'm saying? He don't think he better than no Michael Jordan. He don't think he better than Kobe Bryant. But he do think he's good at being LeBron James and doing what he do. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he think like that. I think he think he the best. I don't think he think he better than Michael Jordan. I think he do. Nigga, he not. He a real nigga. <laughs> he a real nigga. He knows what it takes to be better than Michael Jordan. I think that he thinks that he could give Michael Jordan work. He could work him out, but I don't think. Nigga, it's showing. It's showing. Right, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You, you, you mean, we don't, he's 20 I, years in. He, he's, Michael Jordan didn't play 20 years. Even when he retired three times and didn't play 20 years. 
Like, this nigga, like, this nigga's 20 years in the league, dog. He's he been in the chip 10 times, 11 times. Michael Jordan played a, th- a third less than him and been to the chip more times than one more time. I mean, been to the chip less times than one more time. Right. He cannot be better. And he had to say he, his numbers is almost similar. And he played, like, LeBron never played with no nigga like Scottie Pippen. That's what niggas got to start saying about motherfuckers. Michael Jordan had crazier averages when Scottie Pippen wasn't on his team. Niggas got to cut it out. Niggas can't have a double standard to say this about Michael Jordan because when Scottie Pippen was on, wasn't on the team, nigga Mike was carrying them niggas. Them niggas was ass. He had crazy numbers. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Scottie Pippen and came and completed nothing. the team. But it wasn't his fault. It was the general manager's building the team. Right. I mean, I saw so niggas every L going. that LeBron had in the chip was his fault. Is that what that, I'm not that, saying that. that Nobody's saying? saying that. But so he's I mean, been there so, so many times. We're dog. The percentages count. It's not MLB. Three out of eleven. It's amazing that you get to be in such nigga. They're always they're always skewing the game for you to get there. They're always giving you whatever they think you need and whatever else you want to get there. You're getting the most layups more than any. You're not getting the fucking parody of actually having to struggle to get to the chip. Niggas is putting it together for you to get to the chip. You get to knock any nigga off the team you don't think should be there. And you could probably get to the chip with these niggas that you're knocking off the team. But just because you don't want them there, you get to get them off the team. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess. I don't know. Like, Watch I feel the like... Pelicans this season, bro. <laughs> so you're not, you're not, that's your NBA prediction. You're not riding with the Lakers this season? That's my squad, but I'm not, I'm a realist. I'm not not riding with them, but I'm LeBron, like, I'm quiet. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting in there. I'm sitting in there with an old Lou Williams jersey on right now. I'm sitting in there with the the Lou Williams Lakers jersey on right now. You know what I'm saying? Playing both sides. I'm happy that JaVale McGee. I'm I'm happy that that nigga be hooping and actually catching oops and not shacking the fool. Did we talk about the Shaq Dame beef? Like, no, we could talk about it, though. First of all, RIP to Shaq's uh, sister. I, I heard that she went to FAMU. Uh, wow. RIP to her. RIP. Sorry. Sorry for your loss, Shaq. Um, but on a lighter note, the Shaq versus Dame, did we did we ever discuss that? I don't know if we did. We can get into it. What did you think of that? You heard the tracks, right? I saw the storyline of them. Right. You know. I know what Shaq could do. I know Dame obviously is probably more in tune with it, but just you understand. Just, it's no, funny because free show you just was talking about I, Dame. I would give the yeah, because <laughs> niggas was on my top. Like, yo, did you listen to this? Like, I'm nigga, <laughs> get Dame the Dollar. fuck out. Of, no disrespect, but get the fuck out of here, guys. Like, you're not gonna check me and ask me was I did I hear that Dame Dollar shit and say because I didn't hear that shit yet that that shit. Come on, dog. You don't have to check for Dame Dollar. Have you heard it though? Like, did you hear it? I'm. I know Dame Dollars is nice. I watched the nigga on Sway. I've been listening to this nigga, following this nigga before niggas is hopping on this album. But you're not gonna press me about no Dame Lillard. I'm trying to see this nigga be amongst these niggas. I like basketball. Right. I don't want this Shaq shit. Shaq got time to the give thing him about bars. Shaq, That's the Shaq thing. won platinum and got chips, right. dog. You can't. You right. You he gotta, did two things you didn't do on you know and off the court. So it's like an unfair yeah. battle. From the start. Right. It's like Nelly going that KRS-One. Nelly, you sold $10 million, but dog. 
Come on. How long are we going to be going down down there in your street in the rain? We're not going to be doing that for long. But, I went to a KRS concert this year. This right. Summer. Killed that shit, bro. 10,000 people in the middle of the hood. That nigga in Philly. We definitely talked about this shit because I remember saying, are you bringing up KRS? Like, this yeah. is... <laughs> but no, we, could, we referenced it. Right. But it, that shit is... um. That shit crazy, like uh, Dame Dollars ain't bringing no accolades. So, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's not it's the not, same as not, Nelly. That's, that's the only reason Nelly that got I'm not accolades. checking for Dame Lillard's reps off the strip of Dame Lillard. He's so nice at basketball that I nigga, I don't care that you top ten on Spotify, nigga. Are you crazy? <laughs> I want to see you get that stuff. I want to see you get a chip. Right. Steph I want to see you MVPs, keep LeBron out the. Like, yeah, this nigga got two MVPs and you from Oakland. Right. I want to see that really matter for you. I'm not saying that it don't, but like you, it do. It definitely. Steph do. Curry ain't out here putting gospel albums out. You know what I'm saying? He playing golf heavy though. He trying to make the that's PGA. what the legends do. That's what the he trying to make do. the PGA, and that's yeah. why that's my favorite player. Because I got on, I got documented that I'm going 2020 35, uh, U.S. Amateur Open. That's me. Yeah, I mean, fully sponsored. <laughs> okay. Yo, so like that's that's my only thing. That's that's no. I heard Dame Dil, Dame Lillard rap. I know he nice. He could carry a flow. He tight. But like Shaq was fucking around in one platinum. He was fucking around following the passion one platinum, and got classic hits. You just got a top ten on Spotify. That's cool. It's the equivalent. And though. Shaq that went at him first. Shaq went at him first, and somebody brought that up to me. Is that so, not the equivalent? No, it's not. That's just for the times when you go. Which People is, who going platinum they, in these nigga, times. This is this is don't matter. This means it's a it's a lesser era. Everybody was going platinum back then, right? Is that is no? That? Everybody wasn't. It's a lot of niggas that didn't go platinum. Everybody wasn't. It's always been a select few. Everybody doesn't get to get to the masses like that. Everybody doesn't go platinum. Okay, I agree. But Shaq is somebody that you know what I'm saying. He was popular, very popular. That don't mean niggas want to hear your rap record. Listen to me talking right now about Dame Lillard. He's not even as popular as Shaq. This Nowhere is near of, as popular as this Shaq. This is an though. issue for me. You feel what I'm saying? I don't okay. want to hear him in a battle with Shaq. Shaq is 50 years old, but nigga. Shaq lost a lot of popularity. I don't know if he lost a lot of popularity, no, he but didn't. he lost popularity with me. You are perfect for the show right now. With the Papa John's situation. That's you perfect for the show right now. What you got, Shaq popularity oh, numbers? You had to plus some Shaq popularity numbers? Like I, like I said, um, I just think... Uh, Shaq's, uh, I think in the in the black community, he lost a little bit of market share with the Papa John's uh, trying to help Mark Papa John's get get back on their feet. Well, he he he, he yo Shaquille O'Neal to bring Papa John's to every HBCU campus. <laughs> former NBA, according to Black Enterprise, former NBA champion Shaquille O'Neal has partnered with Miles College, a liberal arts institution in Alabama. To launch an initiative that aims to bring a Papa John's to every historically black college and university campus. The four time nigga, this, if you are anywhere in tune, this is what you can call niggas selling out, my nigga. Damn. This nigga just got a doctorate and did that. That's crazy. He didn't go to an HBCU. 
Right. He's going to be like, dog, not only do I fuck with you, but I'm going to sell you back to the niggas who stop fucking with you. I got you, Papa John. Put him right in. Because, I mean, they're going to get put in for the love. Like, you know what I mean? The four-time NBA champion joined the Papa John's board of directors earlier this year. O'Neal secured $8.5 million in cash and stock options in the deal. The NBA legend also invested in nine Papa John franchises in Atlanta. In just Atlanta. In the Mecca. Damn, he... He, he put, said, I got you, Papa. <laughs> he saved the day. Shaq Diesel, Superman. It's a Shaq, Papa John's. It's not yep. the... It's a Shaq. It's a Shaq one. So how you feel about that? It's tough. It's a tough feel for me. Like it's a tough. It's a tough. I, I can't fathom the initiative getting rocking at the HBCUs. I don't see them going through Supporting with that. Uh-uh. And let me see. Is OGEs calling y'all out initially? Don't support the, the I'm HBCU. I'm not saying to Papa not John. support it, but I don't Take see them supporting it. I don't see them supporting it. It's Why? not. Because I just don't the optics first and foremost, like I don't think that it's gonna sit well with a lot of alumni just signing with Papa John's. But I, if they that really will show me the astuteness of the students, if the if the students are savvy enough to see that and recognize that and not support Papa John's, I'll be thoroughly impressed. And this is not a I have HBCU friends. I am a mainstream. I just haven't had man. Papa John's since they were in their bag. Like right. so, and it's, it's just it's not like, good. It's not better than Pizza Hut. It's not, and and Pizza Hut don't have nothing like this on their resume, so it's like right. there's no, you know. But Papa John's used to have the deals, like yeah, they used true. to be throwing yeah, everything was half off a lot of the time. That's right. the only time I was rocking with it anyway. But yeah, like Papa John's has been dead to me. Uh, Shaq trying to revitalize the brand, that's on him. But I mean, you know, that's just something he got to do on his own. I don't see him getting support from the HBCUs, getting the Papa John's. Like, you got other endeavors. You got Burger King, Shaq. You're right. And I'm saying you got other restaurants under your uh in your portfolio. Right. So why would that? Why would Papa John's? Unless Papa John's, unless they ready to just like donate uh Papa John's to every HBCU. He clearly had a relationship. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand. Or unless they just approached him. He had a relationship with what? Papa John? Yeah. Somewhere in there, they approached him, and he just was like, you know what? I just don't see that working out. I don't think that's going to be one. It's like it the, could backfire on him. That's like for my final him. intersect. That's like it, the Queen's Child's, that's like the Queen's Child's project, the uh, QCP. Right. That's from Power. That's what Ghost was trying to get done. Uh, with 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 Lorenz Tate, Governor Devore. <laughs> right. It's funny as shit because you said you've been up with power via Lorenz Tate interviews, and it's like nigga, everybody has like anybody who from power speaking publicly, everybody is checking for that shit. Like this shit, this show is so ridiculous. Like I don't know if I said this on the last episode, but I gotta say this shit every time we own it. Like, talking about power, it's like, they said this week it was supposed to be the mid-season finale, the end of the episode. They like, next week, the mid-season finale <laughs> extended. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, they didn't right. stretch the mid-season finale. They're celebrating and- <laughs> a lot over there. The writers is getting coked out over here. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, shit, let's do this. <laughs> Yo, it's 
it's two characters per episode dying in this shit. Like, like they the cast is getting depleted at two per episode at a two per episode average on this shit. It's it's amazing to watch. Like it's like wow. And like you said earlier though, like they're they're kind of like I don't I don't know if they just it's just like a it's just so far fetched from reality at this point. Like it, at first it felt like it could be a real story, but now it's it's straight fantasy now. It right. feel like fantasy to me. Right. Like it don't have any sense of realism. Like you, you've been fo- you following these people, you pulling up on them, but you also had no idea what they do in their day to day while they're uh, dealing drugs. You just happen to pull up on them randomly on your intel, but your intel didn't also show you where they was <laughs> busting shit down. Right. <laughs> you got to drop on them, but not when they doing dirt. That that shit just weird to me, but uh, I'll be I'll be glad when the series is over, man. But it's like at this point, you Will were you really yes. No, I don't believe because it's funny you say that because uh, my wife, shout out to my wife, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she she was snapping over. She was like, "You just watch this shit to talk shit about it. Like you watch it and you immediately just talk shit about it." And it's like. Yeah, I got to. That's the feedback I get. That's I get. I see ten seconds and I'm I, I'm out. I'm gonna do some work or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm off that shit. Like when that shit's on, I'm out the room, guys. They no time for that shit. Like. Shout out to Fifty though. Shout out to Fifty. I'm surprised he hasn't been a ghost yet on an episode. It's just. Haunting somebody oh, talking. Fifty to... was there for the ratings. He know he got star power. That's why I said shout out to Fifty. He's <laughs> like, this shit got legs. Y'all good. We got some good writers. We got some money to pay some niggas. That's how he think. Like, he gonna try to give you quality. Vitamin water was good until he sold that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas was heavy on the dragon. The formula food. Fifty. Yeah, the formula Fifty. Niggas was on them joint. <laughs> that was like the first no frill sports drink. He was with a high flavor. This shit was better than Gatorade. Niggas was on them joints. <laughs> It was no vitamins in them joints. That nigga sold you. It was fifty percent or anything you need. He sold you a high level quarter waters. He gonna laugh when he hear this shit. He sold you high level quarter waters. You know what I'm saying? Like he like man. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas was suing because of the quality cut. Nigga, this is marketing. Say whatever you want. Cause there's no vitamins in here. <laughs> no fruit in this shit. Shit is a hug. Really, niggas call it a hug. Or a Fifty Cent boy. <laughs> Do they still sell them? The Fifty Cent boys. They still sell. They still sell hugs and Fifty Cent boys. I, I, yo, that's like seeing a nigga with a crack pipe. Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> They don't I, sell them, but they got shit like it, though. That's they what got I'm saying. They got something like it. Nigga, I don't... Nigga, you see a nigga with a bowl on the street, on the pipe on the street, smoking weed out, that shit like a crack pipe, nigga. No, but why? I'm talking about the drinks. I know, nigga. <laughs> that's just an analogy, but yeah, they got shit like it. Why don't they? they just have, like, the Martinelli's apple juice should be the new hug. Like, no, if shit, I ever get a story. But they pasteurize that shit, it's not nutritious. 
That shit should be the hug. It tastes amazing. Yeah. It's not nutritious, though. All the enzymes. A hug was not nutritious. What are we it's talking not. about? This is it's not. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why did it have to be nutritious? Because <laughs> why would else would you be offering What drink it is nutritious? What drink is niggas, nutritious? Some niggas like. Some niggas like how hugs taste. Niggas like how Martinelli tastes. What's a nutritious drink, though? A smoothie, nigga. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. I'm talking in a juice game. We in a juice That's a game. Juice. A naked. A naked juice. Okay. Yeah. Naked's ass. Like, they had a whole situation, too. Like, I was rocking with them a long time. They were putting medicine and shit. <laughs> Naked is, is who else got smoothies? It's a couple of joints. I can't do those type of smoothies. I'm cool. Like it's cool. I need I do a fresh my own joint, joint, but right. still, that's a that's a healthy drink. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm. I've been making my kombucha again, man. I'm back rolling, man. I gotta get us. I'm gonna get a second batch going tonight. That's my uh, close out for the evening. Ease is kombucha. Ease is back. My shit be rolling. Ease is back. Yeah. Any, any, like, we're, I never had the taste test of this, so I can't vouch for this. These is, he in alchemy mode right now, you know what I mean? Until I get a mason <laughs> jar of kombucha over here. Okay. I got you. Kombucha, like, you gotta take, you, I heard you can't drink that shit all the time. You gotta take it in doses. I mean, I, you just drink it, like, once a day. Mm. Like, you not... But you gotta if you take kombucha once a day, you gotta be at eight glasses of water a day, person. Like maybe I don't know. I drink a lot of water a day, like during the week. Not really on the weekends, but during the week, I drink a lot of water. I was on a kombucha like a couple of years ago. I was heavy kombucha. It was um, what was the drinks called? I don't like plugging niggas, but it don't matter. The JT, GT's energy jumps. Yeah, GTS. Yeah. yeah, GTS. I I rock with them. I I use a I I just repurpose their bottles. I put my shit in their bottles, but they they shit is good. The gingery, that's the shit. That's the one. Right. That's the one I was first fucking with. Right. That's why I be hooked, but then I stopped being hooked because I stopped drinking these joints. <laughs> just made me want to drink wine. They get you fried. They get you fried. Kombucha got like an alcohol content value. Them Jones. Yeah. It's just the alcohol of kombucha. Right. That shit gets you on, nigga. If you smoking this shit, like, hey. My Jones will definitely probably get you on. My shit is righteous. Wow. Hey, man. Now you putting a high profile on these Jones, cuz. <laughs> it is. Like they, they legit, though. I'm kombucha boy, like. We about to roll a cream. We off the Optimals, too. Shout out to Optimals, man. You know, that's been my thing. I always, like, even... I like games because it's the Garcia Vega brand. Anybody know Garcia Vega? Shout out to Fab. Fab was one of the rappers used to smoke Garcia Vegas. I used to grab the Garcia Vega Cigarillos. The brown... They had the brown Jones, too. But most times, they had the green Jones. That's what most niggas know. The green... The white and green pack of... um, Garcia Vega Cigarillos. This was before they made a game. They, and initially, they, the vanilla Dutch was so popular. Back when niggas used to go to the store to get a Dutch, they would buy a Dutch out the box. The nigga, the store would have a box. You would buy a Dutch out the box. 
So when Garcia Vega started to get into the single, they started competing with the Dutch. But prior to that, they was giving you, they was only giving you cigarillos and premium cigars. And so that's why when I'm in the store, I stick to the Garcia Vega because it's a premium cigarillo for that level of smoking product. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a premium lot because they've they been making them Jones. Right. And so now you got all of them is just by distributed by the same company, but they still the own thing. The thing about the Optimos is that Biggie used to smoke them. So, and I remember that. And so, like I said, man, I even, you, we walked Ross into that. Like I told you, man, I only smoke these Optimos with the biggest do. Cause he swear he walks in the essence of uh, the notorious one, and you can't say that he don't. Cause he Biggie, I, I guess he would be Biggie for Miami. You know what I mean? Right. Cause a lot of niggas could say that they was popping in Brooklyn, and you know. Shout out to Lil Season. Uh, I don't know if we talked about the BT Awards. But shout out to Lil C's and Lil Kim for. Uh, I definitely ain't see the BET Awards. Oh no, we definitely ain't talking about that. That was a performance. That was a nice performance. It was good. As Lil Kim, she looked good. Mm-hmm. This is an era where niggas got to get their corrective plastic surgery and all that. Uh, she looked good. But she that's aired. what I'm saying. In the era where Dame Dame Lillard was top ten on Spotify, Lil Kim dropped the album like in the past couple weeks. Yeah. And that shit didn't uh, move like three thousand. So. Still gonna do a tour? I don't think so. Speaking of tours, T Pain to just T Pain just canceled his tour. Why? Cause it wasn't selling. Mm. He said his uh, manager and shit told him not to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Come out with why the reason and make up a reason or just lay low. Yeah, just chill. And he was like, "No, it's I'm gonna say like, no, this niggas ain't buying. Nobody want to see this shit. Right? They want to listen to him though. Maybe." I don't know. That's his fault, man. Niggas, he he was the first to whore out the. He wasn't the first, but the first of this generation to really whore out the auto tune. And he, the irony is, he could really sing. But now he's just now showing niggas that. The thing is, motherfuckers is everybody's auto tune now. I be wondering, do people get tired of that? But I just, you know, I just, sometimes I think about that. I'm like, do niggas realize that all this shit sound the same sometimes? Like at his core, he definitely mastered the auto tune of like shout out to T Pain. Too bad you couldn't uh, do your tour thing. I think it's still a Chitlin circuit in the South that he could do. He could For definitely sure. do Tallahassee at any given sure. time, and it would be a lit show. I think. How many yeah. times a year you think he could do Tallahassee show? Twice a year. For Not sure. just Tallahassee. He could build a tour in Florida. He could get a Tallahassee. And how Miami. many cities? In every city? Tallahassee, Miami, Orlando. Maybe a smaller circuit. Like, maybe not the venues he was trying to do. Average. How many people I guess maybe not the venue he was trying to do. I mean, I would think maybe at most 8 to 10,000. I see 5,000. 5,000 if he did. He could sell it out and get a premium number on the tickets. If he's going to sell it out, 5,000. 10,000 is the Leah Chorus. I don't think he could sell it out. That's probably where he's going. He probably wouldn't even come into Philly. Nigga, that shit would have 3,000 people in it. Right. Because, like, what does he think he's worth? 
don't His know. tickets ain't cheap, nigga. They ain't $30. I think they would have to be. But that's why he ain't gonna make no money, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because niggas gotta get paid. Who the fuck gonna get paid off that? How many people do the Met hold? I see a lot of people signing through the, the Met. Met though? I'm just I'm not talking T Pain now at this point. I'm just asking about the Met in general. I don't know. I, I think it's different stages in the Met. I think they got different They got different rooms. I think so. That's a crazy building. Like who got that popping? The city is I forget. I'll check out the developers. Um here, like this up. I'll check out the developers. Um that was a city project. that was a long, a long a project that was long in the making, dog. That drone was vicious. That was a, that was a nice finesse. Like it put the cap on the, on the push of what's what's valuable in terms of property, in North Philly. Like we are at Gerard. Like Gerard is. Mm-hmm. Shit about to look different real soon. Gerard is and prime. CBS about to go. So the original Metropolitan Opera House was built by Hammerstein to be the home of his then new opera company, the Philadelphia Opera Company. Hammerstein hired architect William H. McElfetrick of the firm J.B. McElfetrick and Son to design the Opera House in 1907. So who did the new shit, though? But I guess they just did updates. So they got, it was a fifty-six million dollar loan. That joint was already that. That's what you're saying. It was already. Yeah, it was already that. That shit was just. It was a blight. It was abandoned. It was always there. They just. Oh, okay. I thought it was. Oh, like... so Eric Blumenfeld. Okay, Eric developer Eric Blumenfeld announced Thursday that the project received a fifty-six million dollar loan. From Billy Prosida Fulton Bank, PIDC, in a New Orleans-based enhanced capital. Bloomfield said in the statement, without their support, this building would have been lost forever. All right. You ever went in a Divine Lorraine hotel before they redid it? Like, you ever, like, went in there illegally and shit? No. Me neither. I'm like, damn, that's crazy to think about. It was about. unsafe. Of course. Shit was dropping, ceilings was dropping. For sure. Yeah, that's not where you wanted to be. It nah, looked, used was, to look crazy. That shit was fire. That shit was graffitied up. You like, been in there? No, I never been in there. I'm just saying. The I niggas see. was going after school? Probably, yeah. Some of them white people, yeah. Some of them cool. <laughs> um, Some cool cats, man. My, my best man, my best homie in middle school. Used to have me on the coolest angles. He was Irish and Italian. He used to have me on the craziest angles. He used to have me in the in the uh, in the what was it called? The first union. Or the Pat Cochier. He had me down there. Like also, Bloomfield did the the the, 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 the same dude who did the Ron Lorraine did the Met. Okay. So anything else you wanted to uh, get into? Oh, let's talk about the uh, technology. I said, uh, the new iPhone drop. We talked about that. I know you didn't give a fuck about that, probably, but 
the new yeah. iPhone that dropped, and then they said they about to drop some new AirPods and flavors. Finally, giving niggas flavors, colorways for the AirPods. Any thoughts on that? I mean, like what they said, they released it September twentieth. What? You talking about the iPhone XR? No, the iPhone, the oh, iPhone, iPhone 11, eleven Pro. Yeah, the iPhone eleven. Yeah. Yeah, they dropped that joint. It was in September. But I'm saying, like, they about to come out with AirPods, like, maybe for the holiday season or some shit. Yeah, what's the thing with the AirPods? I said they about to come out with flavors. What, That's what major, is, too. Is, why is that crazy? Because they've been serving you white Jones for fucking three years. So, because they just offer another colorway, that's wild? It's not wild. It's like it was... It's a high demand for that. Niggas was looking for that option. Like, I don't want white headphones. It's a game, dog. <laughs> That's a psychological game. Right. Where the lighter at, man? Right here, man. And we're going to wrap it up, man. You ready to get out of here, man? Yeah. Hold on. I got some other shit to say, though. I got some more miscellaneous news, though. Oh, let's get it. Nigga, we, we so groovy. <clears throat> but um, I don't know if y'all heard, but Michael Jordan was giving back. We was talking about, you know, all the sports players. And he teared up at a speech at his grand opening of the $7 million Novant Health Michael Jordan Family Medical Clinic. Um, in 2017, Jordan committed $7 million to Novon Health to open two clinics in Charlotte. The donation came with a pledge to provide resources to community with little or no health care. Tears streamed down Jordan's cheeks as he said, This is a very emotional thing for me to be able to be to give back to a community that was that has supported me over the years. So, y'all, you know what I mean? Like, niggas can't say he don't give back. Oh, shit. I wanted to talk to you, and I might be giving off some hot takes for the fo fo fo, but we're going to drop it. We're going to do it. C Web. C Web. Perfect guest to ask this question. C Web was talking about. Since he was talking about the California uh, bill that the governor signed for the, for the athletes to be able to be, uh, have the rights to their likenesses for endorsements and shit. Mm-hmm. So C-Web was like, man, I should have took more money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he said, I should have signed. He said, I should have signed because he he basically was saying, nigga, I could have signed for a million with an agent back then. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he basically was coming that way. He said he should have taken more money than, you know what I mean, than they say he took. But it's just crazy that they was escape goals because niggas was getting paid to go to school. Like, we seen the movie Blue Chips. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bush McCray. Shout out to the Owls. Shout out to Aaron McKee, my OG. Shout out to um, everybody in the Cherry and White, all the staff, everybody. Um, sh- shout out to Bush McCray, Penny Hardaway, though, Memphis. Shout out to our um, our conference, the American. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to hopefully be a nice NBA um, local, local player hero coach. Rivalry for us, Memphis versus Temple, Temple versus Memphis. Let's get it. 
Shit <clears throat> got this little clip. Uh, but look, it's been a pleasure for me. Um, I need that other. I need that other. Going. We roll. We gonna rule the last uh, cream. The last cash rules everything around me optimo. <laughs> Off the uh, gorilla glue. Let me see if I got any. Oh shit! So I knew I had one more thing. All right. So basically, and shout out to DJ Marball too. But basically, according to CNN, uh, it was a black village in that was torn down to build uh, NYC, New York City's Central Park, and it's getting a monument. So, um, according to CNN, before New York's Central Park was built. A predominantly African-American community was forced to move in 1857 to make room for it. Now, a monument is being made to commemorate Seneca Village, which was New York's first free black community. The monument will showcase three members of the Lyons family who were property owners in the village and ran an underground railroad station according to Mayor Bill de Blasio's office. Whoa. So Central Park. Shout out to the Central Park Five for bringing this in the whirlwind. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because now, after we get the documentary and bring more exposure to them, now we people start digging and take a step further and tell us that y'all did eminent domain on a wealthy black family who was living in Central Park, who owned it, owned a piece of it. Right. Y'all did eminent, that's how y'all built Manhattan? Of course, like, this is, I mean, obviously. I mean, if y'all go check CNN Instagram, the picture of these people, they look so prominent, so uh, wealthy. Like, the wife got on this crazy dress with, like, a, wa- a crazy, this is crazy watch. You know? The husband's got the comb over with the, the tux. Shit real, man. Shit real. So, like, we, we talked about the Lamar Odom shit. That was cool. I'm always pro-LO shit. Any errors and omissions before we get out of here? I got none. You got any? Um, I got no errors and omissions. All right, my nigga, we out of here, man. <laughs> Yo, we go off the end of the show like Beavis and Butthead. At a certain point in the show... We get real Beavis and Butthead esque. <laughs> what do that mean? Like? Like, we just be here but not here, dog. Like, you know? <laughs> cool. We out of here, man. You always say that. That's a Yeezy. We out of here, baby. That's a Yeezy joint.
gospel for protection It's a hard road to heaven We call on your blessings In the Father we put our faith King of the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending In the Father we put our faith In my bed under covers when undercovers had raided My presence is happy belated Fashionably late, I'm just glad that you made it The best is yet to come, I'm just glad that you waited They all said it real till it's time to appraise it I seen them come and go, you only the latest But who am I to judge, I'm crooked as Vegas Use this gospel for protection It's a hard road to heaven We call on your blessings In the Father we put our faith King of the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending In the Father we put our faith A lot of damaged souls, I done damaged those And in my arrogance took a camera pose Caught with a trunk of Barry Manilow's They sing a different tune when the slammer close From the concrete grew a rose They give you rave talk, I give you faith talk Blindfolded on this road, watch me faith walk Just hold on to your brother when his faith lost mm -hmm.